today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. This is page 108, paragraph 3, no joke, ceiling with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Cool, I say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces meet the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Welcome to your favorite Saturday night program. It is El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Oh, it is such a beautiful night. Tonight is a night uh, perfect for grabbing some beer. And I don't care if you just need to go outside, out back from where you are, but just go outside, take the radio outside, have that six-pack, and hang out with your buddies, El Jefe, Spoon, J-Dubs, Fidel, and Fernani. Now, I don't encourage drinking and driving. Let's say you don't like to partake in the bubbly. Then just get in your car, roll down your window, and drive around. It is such a beautiful night. I would just like to say, it's nice to see Punani in the studio this week. Yeah! You How is. are you, buddy? You're oh, yeah, I guess I do have to turn the thing on. Doing good? I'm fine. All right, we'll chat with you in a second. All right, write down these phone numbers, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The AOL for broadband instant messaging is up. In fact, I'm in charge of it this evening. I've been chatting with uh, Turpneck and uh, a couple of other people online, uh, Glass Draw. It's JFK El Jefe, all one word. That's J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E using the AOL for broadband instant messaging. Also, the website uh, is still up and available. It's www.elhefe, same spelling, .tk. This is an idea for a topic another night. Where do these people get their IM names, you know, their instant message names? That is a, you, you actually have one, don't you, Dubs? Or do you want I, to give it out? No, I don't want to give it out, actually. Why would, uh, why would, well, my, all right, I'll give it out on the AOL for broadband one. The God of Dubs. God of Dubs, actually. <laughs> why would you put the God of Dubs? I don't know. First thing that popped in my head. But I'm gonna, I should get my sister and her husband on the phone uh-huh. because they met on the Internet. And I'd like to see what their screen names were. You didn't know about that? I didn't know your sister met her her, cha- her uh, dude on the internet. Yeah, he uh, came out to Michigan from Massachusetts to stay with her for a while, and then they moved out to Massachusetts and got married. Are they still together? Yeah, amazingly enough. How did uh? So what they were just chatting online? It was yeah. it the love Punani's been looking for. Yeah, or? I guess so. <laughs> Is your sister hot, Dubs? No, really, she's a beefy girl. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and this is this is serious. People have told her she could be a like a uh, model for overweight overweight women. Oh, so she could be like Lane Bryant and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you can work with her though. Like if she lost weight, she'd be hot. No, because she can't lose weight. Really, she's tried. She's just one of those girls that are always big. No, that's crap. No, you can always lose weight. You can, but she's just a naturally big girl. In like, fa- in fact, in fact. I've done something that we're going to talk about a little bit later on to lose weight. 
and I feel like it's working. But she's like a naturally thick chick. You know, she's not like she's not like grossly like rolly fat. She's just thick. You know. <laughs> How old is she? She's uh, 24. Your your sister's 24 years old. Yep. So that big. That's that my damn microphone on. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah, dude. Why is it? Okay, there. That, Gotta use it properly. That fat is probably like still real tight and stuff. You know what I mean? Where it's not like the sloppy fat. It's just like, you know, her skin is still pretty good because she's 24 years old. I don't like talking about it that much, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sister's got a fat ass, but it's a tight fat ass. <laughs> oh, what her, hey, what about her booze, man? Are they nice and big and mushy and. Like, do you want to go blah, blah, blah. I can say that if I want. It's freaking after 10 o'clock. Look at this guy. Aren't you supposed to be director of, a of FCC regulations? What about that, Dubs? Have you ever seen your uh, sister naked? Yes, I have, of course. She's my sister. And, like, for some reason, she felt the need like to walk out of the shower naked when we were younger. I don't know why. As opposed to clothes? Yes. Yeah, so like she should not like she should come out of the shower, have some clothes ready for her, and then come out of the bathroom. Does she shave? <laughs> you saw it. <laughs> it, it. It was pretty wookie-ish. <laughs> so imagine a big fat dubs with a hairy wookie between her legs. And actually, she looks a lot like me. Does she really? Yeah. Wow, man. And how's her boyfriend or her husband look? He is a big guy. I mean, when I say fat? big, yeah. He, like, how does this happen, Punani? How do two fat people have sex with each other? <laughs> Carefully. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I don't know. You're a fat guy. I'm sure you've had sex oh, okay. with a fat woman. No, because when I did have fat sex with a fat woman, I was a skinny guy. <laughs> and now that I'm a fat guy and I'm, I'm you know, I'm nailing some... I'm kind of bum, man. Right now, I should be down, like, on the beach, man. <laughs> You're having no sex right now. Right. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I haven't gone since this stupid-ass program started on Saturdays. I haven't been to Virginia Beach to get my... FB going, man. It's like, screw this. I'm not coming next week. I don't give a rat's ass what's going on. Your F buddy? You don't want to... You're, uh, you're... Oh, I was talking to her online, man. And she's like... It's an IFB. Huh? What's IFB? An internet F buddy. There's a big difference. <laughs> what? It's an ease, dude. Monkey ranch. Dude, it's it's just don't say. answer the phone. Gosh, don't answer the phone. Say that for your bit. God, don't dude. answer the phones. Don't even get into it, Punani, because you have a whole segment dedicated to you tonight. For one segment of El Jefe's Hideout, it's going to be Johnny Punani's yeah, jo El show. Jefe's, El Jefe's pissing off me. That's what I'm <laughs> Hey, I do have this, though, Punani. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to be here next weekend? I'm not here, no. Okay, because the, spokes, right. the spokesmodels are coming in. So I really wanted to. I really well, like wanted he has to do a chance in hell. I mean, I mean, I mean. Here's the thing: driving, driving down here, I stopped by Seven Eleven, get a couple diet cokes, get some smokes from Fidel. Um, diet cokes, they're working, dude. I, I actually prefer the taste of diet coke over freaking coke. I don't know why. Punani is the type of guy you'd see at like McDonald's order and like everything yeah, oh, super yeah. sized with a diet coke. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I mean, mine, mine is just because uh, I prefer the freaking uh, Diet Coke. Like the but no, anyways, man, shut up and let me finish my story. Wait, wait, like the salespeople no, 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 that walk down shut. the. Will you stop? Seriously, stop talking over people. You can get your word in. Just hold no, on. Go answer the phone. Hold on. He started it. I was telling my 7 Eleven story, and he jumps all over it and tells. Tell, tell, okay, hold on. <laughs> 1-800-636-1067-2024321067. Can I at least finish giving out the pertinent information uh, before we start bitching at each other? <laughs> Eljefe.tk, E-L-J-E-F-E, also E-J Hideout. 
www.cjb.net. All these websites dedicated to us because we're so awesome. And, of course, ejhideout at yahoo.com. It's amazing how we don't miss a beat here. You know, last week we ended with all of us bitching each other. This week we come in and we're all bitching each other again. Let me preview some of what's coming up tonight. Of course, we have mandatory Marilyn Manson, uh, a great one. El Jefe's, El Jefe's old school jam of the week. We also have um, some Oasis that we're going to play for you in just a little bit. I have to talk about uh, Dubs and I giving up meat. We're going to hand this reins over to Punani. <laughs> you stop? God dang Big sack coke, man. Fat sack in the corner. Burp it. Uh, well, yeah, that's the other thing is why am I not in my corner? I need this corner. Oh, that... You suck, man. Uh, Hobo. Hobo, welcome into All Half A Side at on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, man, what's up? What's up, dude? Diet Coke sucks. <laughs> yeah, so does your mother. So what? <laughs> yeah, Diet Coke and my mother. Right on. Oh, thank yeah. you, Hobo. A great comeback. Right. What, what is this? 87? What the, your mother does oh, too? Oh, man. They're always... Dude, in 87, I was hip. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe you were ever hip. Um, oh, wait, wait. That's something else you, I want on the notes. I can't believe you were Mr. Personality in your high school. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Isn't that what you said in Ron and Fez or something like that? Yeah, or, I was voted at South Grand Prairie High School, which is a large suburb in Dallas. I was not only voted chief of South Grand Prairie High School, I was also uh, voted most popular and most talented. So argue with that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he was the only one in his yeah, class. I, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Two people, the other guy is a freaking short bus guy or what? <laughs> the class was like 2,000 people. Oh, and, uh, my ass. <laughs> and me, J-Dubs, I was runner-up homecoming king. <laughs> now so, that, I, no, I can believe that. I mean, that about? Yeah, I mean, people may bust on J-Dubs. But it's obviously in the last couple of years he's kind of fallen. I don't know what the hell's happened. He's got a hot smoking girlfriend who I last week after seeing her, you know, she came and hung out. Man, I went home and I was just like, oh no, oh my goodness, to my girl. Oh, whoa, oh, yes. She, if you ever don't want her and if she likes fat guys, we're on my way. But wait, wait no, she was smoking hot. Anyways, but he, I can. <laughs> Hold on a second. Remember, it's El Jefe's show. You're off to a, you're, you're you're like a fat kid that's like running down a hill. We can't slow you down. <laughs> Hold on a second, Funani. Allow us to ask questions at least on your show. Um, <laughs> Monday night, 6 p.m. So, <laughs> yeah. So you're over here. You're stuck in call screen with uh, Dubs's chick last weekend. Did you just like keep looking her up and down and like checking out her ass? <laughs> she does have a very flat stomach and a nice she, round ass. I mean, she's a gorgeous girl. No, I'd, I'd met her. I'd seen her before. Uh-huh. The first night, the first show. And I don't kick my ass, J Dubs. I'm sorry. You know. No, I, I take that as a compliment. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm you just, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm just like I was like going. Damn, she's even better than I thought. And I was like, what? why didn't you approach her? Why didn't you, like, ask her something? Like, hey, what are you doing? It's just wrong. It's wrong. I mean, here, everything, you know, every, on the air, everything is out, open, blah, blah, blah. The truth is here, blah. But uh, you don't do that in, in private or in real life. I don't do that in real life. I mean, everybody knows that radio isn't real. All right. They're not married, dude. No way. No way. I would never do that to somebody. Whatever. Never. That is so against the rules. I tell you what, if uh, Dubs' chick was like spread it and said, you know, come and get it, yeah. I'm all over it. Right. I'm all over exactly. it. Exactly. See, I, I don't so know. So you waited till you got home, though? Uh-oh. For her, because on the ride home, I was, I was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the car. 
<laughs> didn't wait. Man, you, obviously you don't have a stick shift. You know? <laughs> Not at all. Actually, I've done it in my car with a stick shift. So. Cruise control. <laughs> it, it can be done. <laughs> I told you guys this but once. I, I second that, Dubs. I uh, I actually did it in my car um, to keep awake on the way home one night, and it kept me awake. Yeah. I finished in what was an old paper towel um, that I had. It was actually from that morning. You know those little, like, sausage biscuits? <laughs> I usually, you know, like, heat them up in the morning, go to work, and I leave the, you know, the, the paper towel in my, uh, in my car. And so on the way home that night, it had been a long day. I needed to stay awake. It was an hour drive, and so I saw the paper towel down there. I had just been out at a bar hanging out with some chicks, and so what I decided to do was, you know, punch the clown and finish in that, you know, in that paper towel. That doesn't put you to sleep right away? No. Man, I mean, it's like with me every night, you know, and that, it has been every night lately. <laughs> and, I mean, boom, I'm, I'm gone in like 20 seconds. I, was, uh, I know. I've almost fell asleep covered, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have fallen asleep for a couple of minutes covered, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh, i got to do something about this. Yeah, I, you are sick. I understand that perfectly. I do it all, you know, I go and I get the, the, the toilet paper, and don't, don't do that unless you're professional. It sticks all over the place. Yeah. That's, that's what I, I use, the toilet you know, paper. You need, you know, you need wet naps. That's, yeah, well, you do. Baby wipes. <laughs> What's your preferred method for cleaning up? 1-800-636-1067. Um, your mom's hair. Mom joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little thrown off tonight, guys. I come in, and I look at Spoon, and he looks like the biggest, oldest porn star in the world. He shaved his goatee, and he just has a mustache now. And let me tell you something. Go ahead, Doug. He looks like an extra in that film, Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> more than that, you know what Spoon looks like? He's looking a lot more like his picture on ElHefe.tk. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Throw, throw some shop uh, glasses on him and he's all set. He's got that mustache going now. Spoon, you pride yourself on looking like a young dude. Right. Cut the mustache. You look very old with that mustache. You... See, this is the thing, and I don't want to admit this, but I guess I have to. Remember the demo we did, the pilot episode we did, mm -hmm. and Lefty was here and everything, and you were going in this big spiel about how we were all ugly guys, and Spoon, you're no looker. I was like, damn, he really doesn't think I look good. He really, you know, thinks I'm a scruffy-looking guy. And that's when I had, like, no facial hair. I mean, you might not remember that, but I really didn't. I might have had stubble. But I had no facial hair, so I was like, I'm going to grow in my mustache and goatee. So maybe, I mean, maybe I just don't look you know, wow, you good without the hair. You hold on to stuff, don't you? That was, I, what, dude, three months ago? You know why? Because I know El Jefe is the type of person that doesn't have any problem, you know, picking out a dude and saying, all right, that's a good-looking guy, that's a good-looking guy. Yeah. You know, he's cool with that. I'm comfortable in my he's sexuality. Cool. I mean, if somebody asks me, yeah, but I'm not just going to, you know, hey, you see that new guy in sales? All right. <laughs> Ride him, cowboy. You know, but seriously, dude, I, I thought about that for a little I was like, damn, I, you know. I gotta grow it back in. He thinks I'm ugly. There's no way I'm ugly. So you know? that's why you've grown this mustache. No, I mean, I've always had either a mustache or goatee combination. Well, yeah, but every now and then I shave it because I like to mess with it. You look and it old. irritates. It. You Do look, I look older? You look old. See, I got some sun today. Is that having? No, you look right? old, brother. Ah, oh. well, you know what? I got carded for cigarettes today. That was crazy. Just trying to make you <laughs> like you could pass for even seventeen. I swear I did though. In what world is that? Um, speaking of completely unsexy, Fidel is here. 
And <laughs> I now realize why you didn't take off your shirt that one night that we all took off our shirts. I noticed it a couple of days ago, and now... Your man boobs can't stop staring at me. Open your shirt, dude. Let's see the nips, man. I mean, they, they got, look pretty pointy. Dude, they are, I'm not going to. They're pointy. They've yeah. got they've got bras. I Let's mean, that, see. that is like real. I don't want. Oh, oh pepperoni. Oh, they're not pepperoni size. That's, that's, you know what? You, oh, they're close. dollar. You look like that 12 year old girl who's just going through puberty but hasn't discovered training bras yet. <laughs> she, come, she comes to class one day and there's just like a little triangle there. It looks like a like a like a pimple. Seriously, man. Stop your turn, Punani on. <laughs> Either wear different shirts, like that shirt that you wore yesterday. What did it say on it? Word to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> It was so disgusting because word to your mother was stuck in between two man boobs, <laughs> like on the front of your chest. Right. Word to, the mo word to your mother, I'm going through that special time. Wow, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I got, some, <laughs> I got something to ask you guys. Um, <clears throat> do you guys have monthly cycles? <laughs> what? Yeah, you've never heard of this? I've heard of this. Do you? Do you? I, do you have? Do you? I mean, I don't subscribe to this. Well, no, think about it. We we are human beings, and human beings have hormones. Sure. Now, chicks just happen to bleed for five to seven days out of the month, but guys do have hormones, and I think guys go through cycles. Punani, do you go through a cycle at all? Every day. Okay. I think that I'm. All, that I might like, be true. I like hit my cycle earlier this week. Where like I was like if I were a chick now I'd be ragging because on Thursday I was like PMSing really bad. Remember this, Dubs? Yeah, you were you were in a foul mood. I just I, I had this real big depression going on. And some studies show actually that if you're de usually like really creative people get into a depression. <laughs> well, no, that's what I've been told though. Creative people happen to get into some sort of a depression. All right, Mozart. <laughs> Dubs, do you get depressed? I rarely get depressed. I'm usually pretty happy. <laughs> I usually am. I'm. I'm, I'm it's, a... That's weird because you're creative, though. You may be too stupid, though. Maybe you've <laughs> got to be creative and smart to go through a depression. Then why are you going through it? What about you, Punani? Dude, uh, you've seen my damn emotional state. You do seem to rag out a lot, man. Oh, hey, and I, and I wear my damn, you know, if I get pissed, especially when I get pissed off. I mean, it is it is <laughs> out in the open because I have learned that Bottling up your emotions just don't work. This is the reason why I'm not it's married. Very good. This is the reason why I'm not married, no doubt, because every chick eventually gets that. And I mean, if you were my chick, El Jefe, last week, I mean, I mean, what? it would have been that. Well, you are my bitch, but I'm just saying, if you were my chick, yeah. I mean, that would have been the big argument that would have ended it. Oh, uh, you know, I've never found the right woman who understands that. I mean, it's just like I, I do that, because, and you saw me. I turned it around within 24 hours. I just need to go pout and be a little. A little brat, and that's what I am, you know? You're such a queen. A um, queen? Where, what? Drama queen. Spoon, no, do you ever get depressed? Uh, sure, I get depressed, but I, I don't let it last. Not even for a day. Okay. You know. Well, I was, in, I was in this nasty depression and this funk until we did the show Thursday night with Ron and Fez. And then I just... Something about having chicks in the studio just like gets you going and I was immediately out of my funk one thing I am learning from Ron and Fez and this has been really tough for me is to be nice to our listeners J-Dubs and I have always had one of those abusive relationships with our listeners and I don't know if you have friends like this actually it's kind of the way I treat you guys where I constantly pick on you I'm always abusing you but you know that I really like you deep down inside and that's the same way that I treat the listeners 
And Ron and Fez are just genuinely nice to their listeners. And I want to start that. I want to try that, guys. Dubs, do you think that you can try to be uh, nice and happy to the listeners of Ohio Face Hideout? It's my one outlook. That's what keeps me happy around, you know, <laughs> when I can just bitch these people I don't know and I don't have to deal with every day. Yeah. So a little bit like Punani, who I guess after last Saturday night's show on the way home just was thinking about Dubs' chick and ready to punch the clown to her. I, I think that was the big reason why my, my uh, attitude turned around, man. <laughs> she, well, she's more than welcome to come and sit around anytime. Uh, at least I vote for it. It'll be okay, John. Yeah? Okay. And it's It'll just be fine. On Thursday night, Stella, Jen, and Sarah came into the Ryan Fest show. So hot. Stella oh. was this uh, hot little Asian honey. And I kind of got a fetish thing for Asian chicks right now. And so immediately, it's a good night. I can't believe how normal-looking Ron and Fez's listeners are, too. On a good night, you're lucky if you get one chick that's semi-decent to come and hang out with you on the radio. There was one immediately, so I'm thinking, this is perfect. I already I have an Asian chick on a porn at home. I'm going to be able to think about Stella. <laughs> Does she drop mud on the guy? No, okay. no. Just making sure. Then later on, uh, another very cute woman came in by the name of Jen, who was a friend of Fred from over at the Ritz while the boys were getting their hair cut. Just so naturally beautiful. I don't know if you guys are into this, but I am so into a chick that is hot and just like sweats in a T-shirt and doesn't need makeup. That, to me, is the most beautiful thing of all. And so I'm thinking, I got a bunch of chicks that look like Jim on my porn at home. On my porn at home. Jim? Jim. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm thinking this is going to be outstanding. And then another girl comes in by the name of Sarah, a hot little Brazilian Mexican mix. And I'm like, I got three chicks that look like her. So I'm thinking on my ride home, man, I can punch it to this one, then I can pop in this one, and then I can put in clean, clean cut cuties. I'm just going to have a great night all Thursday night with myself. Car ride home. I'm so excited about it. I get home, Dubs, and then I call you. Yeah, it was about 12 o'clock at night. He gets home. I, I get a phone call, and I, on, my, on my phone it says Mexican. <laughs> so I see Mexican, and I'm like, oh, what does he got? He calls me. He's like, dude, <clears throat> I'm really freaked out, man. I come in, and my deadbolt's locked. And I never lock my deadbolt. So I come in, the, I, I unlock it. I grab the baseball bat right by my door, check the house, make sure no one's in here. And then earlier this day, I was looking for a T-shirt, and I couldn't find it, and it's hanging right there now. So I'm really freaked out, man, because someone is coming in, stealing my clothes, and then they're bringing them back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, legitimately, guys, this spooks me out because I never locked my deadbolts. I was looking for the shirt that morning. I came home. Somebody had been in my apartment. And we already talked about this a little bit on the Ron and Fez show yesterday, so we're not going to dwell on it. But the fact is, is that I know somebody was in my apartment, and I questioned whether or not to tell anybody because I knew it sounds psycho when I say, hey, I came home, my dad bolt was locked. Hey, I found a shirt that I was looking for earlier. You know, somebody's been in my apartment. I call. Who do I call? I don't feel close enough to Punani or Fidel or even Spoon. So I'm like, who's the only friend that I have here? I know. I'm going to call my buddy J-Dubs because I think J-Dubs could help me out. What happens? I die laughing at him. I'm rolling on the ground. That's how it I was just rolling. My, girl, my girlfriend's like just staring at me, wondering what I'm laughing about. And Alepe's so pissed that I'm laughing. He hangs up on me. I tell, 
I tell my girlfriend the story. She starts laughing. I call I call Hefe back, and he just like gives me like two word answers and hangs up. And I'm laughing again, and I'm like, all right, I got to be sensitive to him. I got to call him back, and I can't have him hang up on me because these calls are just too priceless. They're great. You continue to wonder why you're not my best friend. In fact, the other day I mentioned that I have best friends, and I said that Dubs was in the top three but that he isn't one of my best friends, and that hurt his feelings. It does. Now you know why, though, because I, I try to go to you, confide in you. Seriously, what if I had unlocked the deadbolt, I walked in, first thing is I call you, I'm like, dude, I'm a little spooked out, blah, 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 I'll call you back in a little bit. Holy crap, man, uh, the shirt I was looking for this morning, it's back, somebody's taking my clothes, and they're returning them, man. <laughs> and he laughs at it. <laughs> what kind of friend are you? Seriously, man, you're saying you're not crazy, but... Dude, that's what a crazy person does. I know it is, but that's what I'm saying. What happens? Should you tell somebody at that point? Because I know there are countless stories of people that probably end up dead and nobody knows what happens to them. But I, I wanted to at least tell the story so if I end up dead at some point in the future, <laughs> you guys can go, man, you know what? He did mention that he thought somebody was in his house wearing his clothes and doing this stuff with him. I guess we should have believed him. And I think you're, you're, I think you're putting too much stock in yourself that someone would actually want to come in, wear your, your scrubby clothes. <laughs> it's not about that, though. It's not just about wearing my clothes. I wouldn't even mind if somebody had broken in and had stolen a TV. You know, you feel violated at that point. But to know that somebody came into my house, stole my shirt, locked my door, came back in, put the shirt back, and locked my door again with the deadbolt. That means, A, they have a key. B, they're completely psycho because they're not stealing stuff. They want to, like, in some weird way, be me by wearing my clothes. Dude, you, the, the person doing it is not the psycho one because there's no one doing it. You're the psycho one. <laughs> I can't tell you enough. I'm not. What some, did you do? I'm not some idiot. I, I'm, not, I'm not smoking crack. I'm not like some paranoid schizophrenic. I'm telling you, I know how I leave my apartment I'm, every day. I'm just oh, saying. Man. I'm just saying. Schizophrenia does not lay in until the mid-20s. Shut up. And it's a male-dominant disease. Right, and also check this out, too. So it ha the same thing happened to my neighbor where she came home one night, and she was like, somebody's been in my apartment. Something doesn't feel right. So I'm walking up to the leasing office so I can change my, my locks, and everything seems to be okay since I changed my locks. Nobody was in my house yesterday, just so I know you guys were worried. Um, I'm walking up to the leasing office. There's this basket for Giant there. And all the all the baskets are numbered. What number is staring me in the face as I'm walking up to the leasing office to do my uh, to to get my locks changed? Anybody got a guess on the number? Six six six. Six 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 is staring me in the face as I'm walking up to the leasing office, spooking me right the hell out. Yo, the devil's in full effect. Thank you. <laughs> and now I'm just completely spooked, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> is it tough, bro? This kind of stuff has happened to all of us where we, we swear we looked for that shirt. I'm not was... kidding, though. I know it happened. <laughs> it's okay, Alex. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. It's... I mean... I believe you, man. Nobody's buying this. Does that mean anything? Like, and who would do that and why? That's what I'm asking. That's why... I, well, dude, is it possible? That's you why... You just hung it up and forgot. I swear to God, dude, I <laughs> tore my closet apart. Not only that, I know, man, I never lock my deadbolt. 
I don't. I usually I got one of those like handles where it locks on its own. Right. And whenever I leave the apartment, I always double check to make sure that it's locked. But I never lock my effing deadbolt, guys. All I'm saying is that we've been working a lot of hours. That's right. what I. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, we're really little, tired. Woohoo! Okay. And yeah. do, do you slam your door? I mean, uh, do you let it slam? Yeah, but then I check it and I like double check it. To yeah, make but sure. when you <laughs> when you let a deadbolt door slam, the damn deadbolt usually slides home. Never happened. Oh, that happens all the time with my door. All the never. time. This Ow. isn't your apartment. Thank okay. God. Maybe it's your ex-wife messing with you, man. I know it wasn't her, and huh? anybody who's listening for the show, to the show for a very long time will understand when I say she's out of town. And I know for a fact that my ex-wife is out of town, so it couldn't have been her. Maybe it's your old standing husband. <laughs> Seriously. He's over there a lot. He knows he but he didn't have a key to the apartment. He would have told me, too, though. Did, Did you call, call the cops? No, I, I did call the cops. And here's the other thing. So I called the cops in Montgomery County. God, bl God bless the cops. Okay, I know they got a lot of stuff going on. I fall asleep waiting for the cops to show up. And not only that, these guys, they come in. Dude comes over. He's like, hey, what's going on? And so I tell him the story. He looks at me like I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I, of course. You look at my goatee, you look at my dreads, you think this guy's been smoking a lot of dope. <laughs> it's not that way, Mr. Officer, I promise you. I show him what happened, I tell him what happened, he goes, it's probably just some buddies messing with <laughs> That's great. I don't have any buddies. Like Cameron wasn't around and Dubs wasn't around. Those are the only two friends that I have. So to lock a deadbolt, you have to have the key. Exactly. So somebody's got to have the key out there. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, you prick son of a bitch. Of course. <laughs> and uh, I thought it'd be really funny for him to call the cops. So I was, like, encouraging him on the phone to call oh, the cops. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> sick, man. Because I, I knew they would come over and think, all right, his, someone locked his door and nothing's missing. All right. So I'm just wondering if this, if this has ever happened to anybody else. <laughs> anybody else ever no. had somebody? Have, yeah, the phones are lighting up now, baby. Look at uh, yeah. Have, have a copy of your key and and wear your clothes and return them. The only reason I think two things. Three months ago, I found my deadbolt hanging by a string, hanging by a string like it had been tampered with. And then the fact that it happened to my neighbor, I'm really thinking it's somebody in maintenance. The whole deadbolt thing hanging by a string, that's the only thing to me that makes this at all believable. It's at all. Why would I lie, dude? No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you're lying. I, I, I'm saying you believe it. You absolutely believe it. I'm not saying you're making it up. But in your head, you know, it, it's one way when in real life it's not. Here's, <laughs> you're, uh, no, I'm just saying. Well, this, whatever. I, <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about this next, uh, later, but, um, I mean, is this the same 24-hour period where you weren't eating meat? Yes, I haven't eaten meat, but I know it's not. Meat well, is... I mean, you know, you, you change your diet and uh, some hallucinations start, you a, know. A sirloin is not locking my, my no, deadbolt and but... wearing my shirt. <laughs> you know, the chemical imbalance in the brain gets a little whacked out in the first 24 to 48 right. hours, and, you know. Here's the thing. Matt, this happens to you? Yeah, it happens to me. What happened to you, brother? Like my living room has wind, has big windows and the blinds don't come all the way down and I can't stay in my living room all all night because I'm afraid if I go to those windows there's gonna be some eyes peering in at me looking at me I'm gonna be freaked out. Okay, well you're crazy. Hey, <laughs> crazy. hey Matt, do you uh, like wear the tinfoil hat too? Yeah. <laughs> Leave Matt alone. Matt's my buddy here. Uh, uh, now you got three buddies. All right. Hey Matt. 
Huh? Here's the thing. Do I move now or do I get over it? Uh, you get a gun. You're from Texas. That's not a bad idea to get a gun. I've actually, and that's the thing. When I, that night, I didn't really sleep, but I slept with a bat like on my uh, on my chest all night long, ready to like knock the hell out of somebody. <laughs> I wish somebody had been in my apartment so I could have beaten the hell out of them, and I would have known for sure. Now I'll never know, and I'm probably going to be some psycho. Thanks, Matt. Christ Almighty, what do I do? Do I move? And here's the thing: I can't move because of the divorce. I've got like really bad credit now. You know what I mean? You know how divorces screw you. And I've got like the worst credit in the world, and I don't think I can move. I'm stuck in this place. And any support? <laughs> Sons of bitches. Oh. <laughs> All right, whatever. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm, here's the thing: legitimately, my blood's on your hands. If I'm dead, like any time while I'm still living in that apartment, it, at we, any time. Should we vote for the next name of the show? Yeah. What, what was it? Okay. All right. Jade Up's Treehouse. Right. Jade Up's Treehouse. All right. There we what was yours? Punani's Palace. Right. Robbie. What's up, bud? Hey, man. Maybe your apartment is haunted. You know, nobody believes <laughs> you about all this stuff. Maybe you could, like, do a movie deal or something out of this. That, you know, that's a thing, too. I need to try to, like, parlay this into some sort of a television show or a movie deal or some sort of ratings or something. Yeah, right get something on. out of it. Get a psychic in there or something. And oh, that's not a bad there. idea. Get a, right that, on. That's a really good idea. We have any psychics listening? One eight hundred. I can't pay for one. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Thanks, Robbie. And yeah, maybe Tammy will hook that up, and we'll get a promotion out of this. We'll call nine hundred number. I mean, we don't get the bell. But I need some chick to come over and like be in the apartment to feel the aura and the karma of the apartment. But what? maybe the aura's on you now. The little lady from Poltergeist. Maybe I should wear the shirt. I look at the shirt and I'm afraid to wear it now because what if it's been like voodoo cursed or something? Or maybe it was a white rag. I re- oh, <laughs> come on. Hey, um, we haven't done this in a while, but it's time to get back to it. El Jefe's autographed item of the week is one of the prizes we have to give away tonight, along with a hideout summer prize pack, some sporting news radio prize packs, and a pair of tickets later on during Punani's game for Iron Maiden. Autographed item of the week. Caller 15 right now, 16, 1-800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Caller 16 wins the autographed item of the week. In case you're wondering what it is, it is the very T-shirt that J-Dubs was wearing. Uh, you heard the Ron and Fez replay a little while ago when Dubs got shut up with paintballs. How you doing, man? You feeling better? I'm feeling a little bit better. Yesterday was the most sore day of all of them, though. Really? My muscles were just tense. Okay, 1-800-636-1067. The autographed item of the week from El Jefe's hideout is back. It's time for us to play some music. We're going to come back with Real Reality Radio. It's time for us to let the anger out. Uh, in the meantime, Oasis. Excellent choice. Don't look back in anger. 106.7 WJFK. Slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find a better place to play? You said that you never been. But all the things that you've seen slowly fade away. Summertime, 
Don't look back in anger. Side out 106.7 WJFK 1 800 636 1067 202 432 1067. The AOL for broadband instant messaging is JFK El Jefe. And uh, Spoon, if you'll start the CD back up back there, recording. All right. And uh, ejhideout.cjb.net. Also, ejhideout at yahoo.com. Uh, thanks to uh, all my buddies who that have been uh, instant messaging me. By the way, we know we were talking about how it's tough to make friends and to be nice to our listeners and stuff. Uh, that's one way. I really feel like I've made some uh, good friends, some, some new brothers via the AOL for broadband instant messaging. Guys like Tommy and Nick, uh, Turpneck, people like that that I chat with all week long. Uh, that are really cool, really nice people. I've met Jamie, a lot of really cool people that listen to the show, listen to the Ron Fez show, that have been nice to us as well. Uh, congratulations to Jason Sanders of Manassas, who picked up on El Jefe's autographed item of the week. Right. Um, you heard the uh, replay during the Ron Fez show of J-Dubs getting sh shot with payballs. That happened Wednesday night, didn't it, Dubs? Yeah, Wednesday night. And uh, it was a lovely... WJFK white t-shirt all marked up with paintballs, some with blood, and now has the autograph of all of the hideout crew members, including El Jefe, Dubs, Spoon, Punani, and even Fidel. I gotta say, man, that shirt, I mean, it kind of threw me back because I was like looking at it and it looked like it was tie-dyed. That's what I thought it was. That was blood. <laughs> There's blood on it, man. I was like, oh, man, it's actually pretty cool the way it turned yeah, out. Yeah, man. That is pretty, and it's not just a JFK t-shirt. It's a used, smelly, stained JFK T-shirt with a bunch of autographs. We doing underwear next week? Uh, maybe actually. All right. I've got some old ones that I need to give away. Yeah, nice big stains on. They're them. hanging up. Last week, I um, we got into it a little bit, and actually, you know what? Despite what I don't want to call him out, he's been really nice to the show ever since we had him on the very first weekend. Dave from DCRTV.com. The guy's losing credibility with me, though. First, he puts up that, like, douche-ass picture of me. I look like a serial killer, which really looks a lot more like Punani than I do. It looks like John Wayne Gacy. It does. And saying, oh, this is so-and-so, my real name, along with where I live. You're talking about the show? That's real nice. Thanks. Well, maybe maybe that's the answer of who's in your house. Like, someone who's uh -huh. read that posting. Uh -huh. You think it's Dave? Not Dave, personally. <laughs> Even though, you know, he is the type that would have his mother in his basement, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. I want to be nice to Dave because, no, he's a cool guy. I, but... I do like him, and I, he was great because when we had him on the show, we just picked on him religiously, and he really took it like a champ. Gay, no, let's, let's, gay, let's admit it. Let's, gay, gay. Let's admit <laughs> it. I mean, the reason why we like him is because he is actually a pretty powerful guy in the region. Well, I don't know if he's right. powerful. He's not changing any minds. But... No, but still, I mean, everybody in the damn industry in this area, or actually now, I guess it's up and down the East Coast and all that, the dude. Well, that, that's your opinion. I'm just no, saying no, the, re the reason that I like him is because he went, he came on the show and he was good on the show. He provided yeah. for a cool segment. In fact, when we do our first uh, El Jefe's mixtape, we're going to have him. That, we're going to replay that segment. But regardless, he posts how last week the fake 
he said that the, the fight that we all had with each other was completely fake and scripted. Whoa. See, I don't, I, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit, I don't read his site a lot because I'm just too stupid on the computer. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to pick up chicks. That was not fake. <laughs> that was not fake. I was pissed. And I'm still, I think you're a douchebag. You were very unprofessional. And thank you for apologizing. Um, but you know, last let's week, not get in. I don't want to get into it. No, I'll get pissed off. Well, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna come to. We're gonna come to blows, and we're gonna get it all out there, because you guys pissed me off last weekend. I asked for a very simple, very simple man on the street type bit to be done, and it was blown. And I'm gonna take responsibility because it's my show. I will take responsibility for the bit not going well. But when we were pissed at each other last week, it was real. It wasn't scripted. Oh, yeah. it, it wasn't was it. fake. In fact, Punani wouldn't talk for talk to us for two days. Yeah, he wouldn't. He didn't say a word to me till Tuesday. Uh, the worst. Uh, the worst was is I, I bust on J Dubs. He was just <laughs> trying to be the peacemaker, and I, you know, I told him to f off. I just no. It was very real. I mean, if you, I mean, but you were still very unprofessional. And here's 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 Rusted here's, here's Rusted Soup sending me something on the instant messaging. He's like, yeah, it was a little fake. Come on. The reason the reason people say fine. now see, I mean, people aren't gonna believe. People well, he, aren't gonna be fine. I just want to say this. The reason it seemed fake is because I didn't lay into you guys. This was even a point that Dave brought up. He was like, when Howard picks on John and Gary, he usually lays into him. Here's the difference. Um. I actually like you guys. You're not Howard. Well, I'm not Howard. <laughs> yeah. But secondly, I could tell that you guys were genuinely up hurt and upset, and you're coming in here for free helping out on the show, and I didn't want to piss you off to the point where you weren't ever going to come back anymore. That's why I laid off a little bit. Came real close. Now, maybe... Came real close now, to me not coming in here. Now, maybe Punani just, you know, can't, you know, get his message out to where it doesn't sound like he's not reading or something. But I'm telling you, it was real. Oh, it man. was completely real. I sounded like I was reading. <laughs> That's what they say, dude. I mean, I got two emails from people who were listening last week and going, "Hey, Johnny, man, you got at least you got the balls to stand up to El Jefe," which shut is up. very true. No one else, you know. Oh, come on, what do you mean, shut up? So Don't give me that crap. Now we're gonna get it all out in the air. Yeah. I I thought about this bit two months ago, and it's now time for us to step up to the plate. What do you, uh, this bit is called the Chamber of Truth. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were talking about the, the Metro bit, man. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. I thought that thing up, man. No. Um, All right. Great. So the Chamber of Truth <laughs> is a little bit like what you see on the real world. By the way, is anybody watching the real world in Paris? <laughs> you ask us this every week. No. I love it. <laughs> did you see what Adam did? No. Adam was talking all this trash about how he wanted to meet some chick and fall in love. He found his hot chick in Paris, bangs her, and decides he doesn't want to be in a relationship anymore. And this Mallory chick is one of the cutest I've ever seen in my life. you got to watch the new real world. It's is that, great. Is that the blonde chick, Mallory? I kind of... She's brunette. She's got it's, great teeth. not the Asian chick. Is great it? teeth. No. There's an Asian chick, the Asian a blonde chick. Too. Isn't there like a long-haired blonde chick? Yeah. And, and I still love Clay Aikens. <laughs> I'm a Claymate. Shut up. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, I am so... We're, we're just getting all the gay stuff out in the air. I'm just saying I love Clay Aikens. I like to dub this show Intelligent Entertainment Meets Reality Radio. That's what eventually I'm shooting for. Another lie. Oh, well. We haven't had a whole lot of intelligence. Uh, we try to do some stuff here or there with the uh, idiot factor, but Spoon keeps holding us back with the intelligence. <laughs>
The entertainment, I think, is quite obvious when we're making fun of crotch shots. By the way, we need some crotch shots. <laughs> Renee, where are you? We need to look at your retarded Ewok. <laughs> no, we need something different this week, man. That's great. good. We do. We need something different every week. I mean, you know, you know how some, some radio shows have the, uh, you know, the babe of the day or whatever it is? We need the crotch of the day, you know? We do. So here's, here's what it is. Um, reality radio is going to happen like this. You know how whenever you go into the real world, they sit in this little confessional, and they talk to the camera, and they're able to get out all their feelings and their emotions uninterrupted. We're going to do that on this show, especially because you dickheads have a real problem about talking over each other. So Why would we ever talk over you? So here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Everybody has gone into a production room and pre-recorded a segment that's at least 60 seconds, at the most 60 seconds, where they get to lay into each other. Got I it? guarantee someone's going to talk over someone's recorded thing. No, you can't. You cannot talk over it. You can take notes and, and respond if you want to. The biggest reason we can is because it's on cart and we can't rewind it if we need to. I'm taking everybody's mics yeah. off. Well, no, leave them on. We can laugh if we want to, but nobody <laughs> can start talking. All right? So here is debuting the Chamber of Truth. Now, here's the thing. Nobody has heard any of this. Nobody knows what's about to be said on these carts until now. And we're, most of us, all of us, are hearing it for the first time except for the person who said it. Who do we want to do first, Dubs? We can go with me first if you want to. J-Dubs? Sure. J-Dubs is going to step into the Chamber of Truth first. I guess it's my turn in the complaint department. And usually J-Dubs is funny, happy-go-lucky, but right now this isn't funny. This isn't happy-go-lucky. I'm going to be serious for a moment. One, everybody has to stop being such big pussies. Oh, I got yelled at because the bit didn't work. Oh, this, that. I don't care. We do a Saturday night show. That's it. Let's have fun with it. Quit being so goddamn serious. If you hear something on the air of us making fun of El Jefe because he's fat, Spoon because he's a redneck, me because I, my dad raped me. I don't care. I laugh at it. You laugh at it. Let's have a good time and quit your bitching. So, Padel, answer the phones. Punani, be fun and lovable like a sad clown. El Jefe, get on some medication. J-Dubs, take a shower. And Spoon, do something. That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody is allowed a retort. I don't think I need medication, despite what we heard about me being a little crazy. Punani, would you like to respond? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, and I told you, I didn't so much tell uh, J-Dubs way back when, I'm not Billy Staples, I'm not going to put up with this crap. Well, of course you're not. Nobody ever oh, said yeah, you but were. I, you keep setting me up. You keep busting on my ass. And I told you, no, I, I will come in and contribute. And, but don't make me the freaking object of uh, derision. Was I busted? I mean, I, I will take... I, no, no, not you. No, like I said, you. Did, I mean, I told El Jefe. And, you know, that. Hey, that's the way I feel. It's that simple. I don't want Time's to Time's up. Fidel? I actually agree. Everything. It's all good. Go answer the phones, then, even if they're not ringing. <laughs> uh, Spoon? Uh, he's right. He's right. Uh, there's a lot of truth to what he's saying. Um, I guess Amen. I, you know what? I don't. I don't even deny being a redneck. I'm proud of it. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that new mustache is helping you. your cause. <laughs> Let's go to Punani. We got. We got time to take Punani into the Chamber of Truth, and then uh, we'll take a break. It's a heavy door. 
Yes, El Jefe's hideout. Some changes that are really necessary. The first change, of course, is that I would like El Jefe to die. Doesn't matter how, just so that he dies in a violent and ugly nature. Actually, I'd like to see J-Dubs give El Jefe anal and then kill El Jefe. Third, I would like Spoon to get oral from El Jefe, give him some anal, and then kill him violently. And finally, I would just like to... Did I just say Fidel or Spoon? Finally, I would uh, like Fidel to stop coming in and out of the studios to answer the stupid phone every time it rang. It's really distracting as hell. It all comes down to Fidel answering the phones. It sure does. You do a damn good job of doing it. Well, that's what I, I mean. I did, I did laugh on yours because, I mean, I mean, it's, no, I'm not busting on Fidel because, but... You're a producer, dude. You're not supposed to be in here. And, I mean, more power to you. I want you in here because you... Try to add stuff. If, if he's I'm in, only kidding. If he's in here, then that means we're not picking on you because he can be our object. <laughs> there you go. Somebody, else, somebody's smart. Set got, up my mic, man. I got. Set up my mic. I kind of. <laughs> you say you're not gay. That was the gayest thing I've ever heard. It all revolves around me. You want me getting anal, giving oral, dying? Why do you hate me? We're going to start calling you anti-half-ass. Because you're a douchebag. I mean, is that simple? I mean, hey, that's a... Oh, fine. He goes, he goes back to last Saturday. And that was the worst freaking thing I've had. Anybody... I've been in radio now for four and a half years, and nobody's ever pulled that crap. That's awesome. I was a first. You were... Yeah. Yeah, first like a freaking 14-year-old... Anyways, what did I pull on you? What did I pull on you? Pull. What did well, I no, do? Let's finish up the. Se- I mean, we'll get the segment done, and then we'll, if you want, we can, I guess, throw the, throw it out or whatever. I don't care. I mean, we'll go over it again. I mean, I know I'm right. I know I'm 100 percent right on this. All right, one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. In the middle of the chamber of truth, I suppose we should uh, go ahead and get a break lined up. Let's take a break. Right. Yeah, let's get a break lined up if you don't mind, and. Things are, uh, I think things are uncomfortable. Yeah, they are, but I think this is good. I think it's good that we get, it's one of those things where you have a best friend, a best bud, you, you pick on each other, finally you beat the hell out of each other, and then you're buds again. You know what I mean? It always turns out that way that once you have a knockdown drag out, you realize all the tensions are gone. Really, When it really comes down to it, we're, we're a lot alike, and that's why we hate each other, and we're good buddies now. It seems to be okay. But I never did that with my good buddies. I just never kicked anybody's ass. I only kick people's asses. That, oh, I don't do it anymore, obviously, because I'm a short, fat, nonviolent guy. But see, you say if we, if I said that, you'd get pissed. What? No. Yeah, if I called you a short, fat guy. No, I am a short, fat guy. All right. Well, then, what are you getting upset about? <laughs> let's go to break. Hey, we we'll go over this whole. Thing. You want to go to break or not? Okay, let's go to break. All right. Oh, this is going to be comfortable. <laughs> spit, spit on it. El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Number, Number one. one. In gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into El Jefe Side Out, 106.7 WJFK, 1-800-636-1067, Also check out the website that J.D., who's coming in later on to look for a radio job, is set up for us. It's uh, El Jefe, E-L-J-F-E, uh, T-K, dot T-K, El Jefe dot T-K. 
The AOL for broadband has just kicked me off. Something happened with the instant messaging that is not working. So um, all of my buddies, I did not mean to sign off or kick you off or whatever. I'm going to have to restart this computer. It's constantly crashing on me. We'll go ahead and restart that right now. In the middle of the Chamber of Truth. Chamber of Truth is uh, our little version of reality radio. It's the opportunity for all of us here on the show to express what's really going on. So far we've heard from J-Dubs. J-Dubs' biggest complaint was the fact that uh, Fidel doesn't answer the phones, <laughs> Spoon's a redneck, and Punani cries like a bitch whenever we pick on him. Punani's weird psychopathic uh, rant mostly had to do with me receiving anal <laughs> against my will and then performing oral, I, I would assume against my will, at yeah, the I'm same... Not, at yeah. the well, same uh, that's up to you. Yeah. While, while being double-dipped, um, getting killed, and then wanting Fidel to answer the phones. Is that correct, uh, Punani? Yeah, pretty much. And now we're going to move on to Spoon. Spoon now steps into the Chamber of Truth. Truth is, I'm not upset about anything other than not being able to pick some of the music that we play so I can get DC rocking. So I'm going to use the rest of my allotted time to play something. Since I got 60 seconds of my own. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we were shooting for with this bit. Are you stupid? What's wrong with you? You're gonna no, I'm smarter than all of you. That's I, the problem. You're going to use this ability to lay into all of us to play some lang-ass song from Everlast. I'm not mad at anyone. That's the honest truth. I, that's the only thing that really bothers me. Everything else is... I, I shrug it off the next day. I mean, you well, know? Well, talk about the fact that you don't like... You don't get to play music instead of playing a, a hook from Everlast. Hey, that was, hey it, it was his minute. That was brilliant. It was a good song. How much ganja did he smoke before he did that, man? I mean, <laughs> what's wrong? Everlast isn't even cool. The only cool song he did was Black Jesus, and that's it. <sighs> Whatever. All right, well, thank yeah, you. There's, God, is that the worst reply? I, mean, I swear to God, whatever. When did that start? I'd rather him say whatever than you storm out of the room like a bitch. <laughs> I don't get paid. I didn't care. Let's storm out. I don't care what you think. I really don't. Fidel, it's oh, now got... time for Fidel to step into the Chamber of Truth. El Jefe has officially become the weirdest guy I know. If he's not playing with his man teats in the mirror, then he's crying in his office behind a deadbolted door. And the weird part is he installed that lock himself because of his little quote-unquote elf problem. That dude is totally off on his own. 
Dubs? Let's get something out in the open about dubs. You think I'm the only hideout guy who wears a beard? Nuh-uh. I've caught him peeking at me while I'm in the bathroom. You think I haven't noticed his lingering glances? And there was even that one time he... Spoon seemed like a chill guy from the start. I thought maybe he was just getting a bad rap until the one day for a favor. Does this guy think I'm an idiot? I mean, I'm not retarded. I know oregano when I see it. And that, my friend, that was oregano. What? What are you talking about? he's a good guy, but he's definitely wound a bit tight. Oh, and he's also full of it. I've seen his Mac Daddy on the Metro routine, and I doubt he'll ever get laid from it. He's got a better chance with Ben the Janitor than he ever will with any of the subway checks he brags about. Wow, that was lame. <laughs> Dude, you can't say cradle the bees. Well, I mean, we got... I asked three people, and they said yes. Did you? I okay. said I didn't know. I told them. I was like, sure, whatever. I never I mean, did, you, did you ask C Daddy? It doesn't matter. Nobody even heard it. So what were you talking about? What are you doing? That was lame scripted. That's something Dave from DCR TV can pick on. Dave, that was Fidel on the show, by the way, that did that. It was your chance to be honest. Your chance to actually rip into somebody. Instead, you're running lame jokes. You told me that I could do whatever I wanted and that I could embellish if I needed to, and that's what I did. Ah, no more. <laughs> now we're gonna have to <laughs> write about what you tell me. All right, time for me to step into the chamber of truth. I wish I had stepped in earlier. You got the music spoon this time? Yeah. Maybe that's what hurt him. Spoon, believe it or not, I think you're doing a pretty good job. I, I still don't think you get and understand what this show's about, but I do believe that you were you were coming along just fine. And I, I think giving you the more responsibility of being the actual audio director helps out. You can still be a monkey wrench, but I'm liking you a little bit more. Fidel, I just don't like you. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you come out uh, and help during the Ron and Fez show for free. And I'm glad you help out on this show. You just annoy me, man. You're just one of those guys. You, you work hard. You work for free. And I'd love to like you, but I can't. And quite honestly, I haven't since the moment I met you when you were an intern for the Don and Mike show. Dubs, no problems with you except for the fact that you stink. And Punani, just stop bitching out. We're going to pick on you. It's part of what we do, but know that we love you. Don't go run away and say, don't touch me. I hate you. You queen. Deal with that, bitches. <laughs> All right, now that's uncomfortable. Oh, man. I felt bad because I'm sitting there listening to this, and I'm looking at Fidel get all red-faced. I'm sorry, brother. I just, there's something about you. You're like this guy that I knew at 92 on the Edge. This guy named Quasi. A guy that would come hang out. He was, he was funny. He really worked hard and did a lot. He just wasn't likable. And there's something about you. I don't know if it's that I haven't known you long enough. or There's not this chemistry. But something about you just annoys the hell out of me. Like really, really bad. And I don't know. Am I the only one that have this that has this problem with Fidel? Absolutely, because it, the, I've never seen anybody work harder. Certainly, you don't work any hard, harder than he does. Don't even say that. Oh, come on, that's on. That is not. You don't see me here for 15 hours a day working on Ron and Fez 14 hours a day, not on this show. Of yeah. course, that's the point. That's what a <laughs> jackass. Maybe if you put an hour a day in on this show, it would be a lot better. I'm trying. I'm tr <laughs> exactly, you're trying. He does. You try. What did he do for this show? He who who goes answers the phones? All right, you want me to answer phones too? No, no, no. I'm not. No, who does? Who does all the? Uh... El Jefe's hideout. You're live on the air. Welcome in. 106.7 WJFK. I'm gonna answer the phones too because I don't do anything around here. <laughs> go, go ahead. 
right, it's one thing that El Jefe, you got to be the least funny man I've ever had. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. You got your little thing going on. They gave you a little Saturday night slot. I can't believe what an ungrateful, just, oh, I don't even know what allowed words I'm allowed to say on the radio. I can't believe how ungrateful and what a terrible person you are. And I hope your little nasty rant at all the people that have been volunteering their time for you makes your whole sad little show fall apart at the scene. Hey, um, Jeez. I miss you, Dad. Thanks for calling. <laughs> And not only okay, but not, okay why, don't, why don't you go answer the phones and then why don't four. you do the cool edit? Why don't you do the cool edit? That's and why don't you uh, you know set up all the? Are you on crack? You're legitimately on crack now. You're legitimately pissing me off. Nobody works harder in here than I do, and maybe it's oh, dogs. Okay, okay. You, know. you don't see what goes on all goddamn week. Freaking 15 hours a week up here. Okay. Then I'm here trying to put together a Saturday night show, and I got three goddamn monkey wrenches screwing everything up. Okay. Do some more. Little Do a little bit more. Dad, call back. Do a little bit. Everybody does that when they start a new job, though. They're like, yeah, come on. You know, they're all fired up, but, you know, it'll fade out. I need some money, Dad. Call back for him. And he's right, though. That's half the reason I don't like yelling at you guys, because I know you're coming in working for free. That's what upsets. What kind of bums me out a little bit when I have to lay in. Okay, so let's but, get let's let, let's get on to uh, uh, cases here. But just because of the fact that I, just because you're working for free, doesn't mean that I can't critique you and ask you to help out for the betterment of the show, right? Well, put some damn effort into it, and then uh, into what? Into the show, and then it'll it'll grow on it itself like a big fungus. <laughs> it'll grow on itself. <laughs> Look at him. He's getting, you're trying to give me the steely eye. I love it. Oh, man. Case in point. He's going to get up and smack Case? you. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not ding, violent. That's, that's the one thing is I know he's not violent. Yeah. So, and I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Case in point. Let's talk about the Metro thing. You want to sit here? You want to you throw in? <laughs> throw in. I don't know where to start. <laughs> Those two are too cool for school. That's the problem. No, okay, they're like, no, they come in here and they have this attitude like they're so much better than everyone else. We do? Like there's so much talent. You know, flowing through their veins that we're just lucky to be here or whatever. We do? Mr. Yeah. What have yeah, I ever done to give out that vibe? Uh, what have we done to just, do that? Uh, you know, it's just an aura. All right, just you, a, you know what you know, we're going to do? It's just a looking past you know people gonna, type deal. You know what we're going to do then? I'm going to take a break. Actually, I'm gonna, break. I want you, no, I want you to play Mandatory Manson. All right. All right? Play Mandatory Manson for me. I believe it's track, um, two. track two. We'll come back, and it's Bunani show. Punani can do his thing. <laughs> Punani, do you want to take us out? Do you, you know what? Yeah. Ah, come on, Punani. I'm not getting paid. It's not my show. I could care less. <laughs> Here we go. It's mandatory man. So now help you sign up.
Mandatory Maryland Manson, Long Hard Road Out of Hell from the Spawn soundtrack, actually collaborating with the Sneaker Pimps. And uh, there it is for you. Mandatory Manson, 106.7 WJFK, IML Hefe, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging is back up. JFK El Hefe www.tk the creator of that website uh, our good friend JD is going to come in in a little while and we're going to try to find him a job in radio that's exactly what you want to do bud this is the business you want to get into trust me <laughs> DJ Hideout at yahoo.com Joe Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout on JFK. Yo, El Jefe, what's happening, man? God. What out, man? That's cool. And uh, I'm try trying to hang out, listening to the show, and uh, that's it. Oh, thank you. Great call. Uh, All right, Punani. Um, later. Let's see. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Um, so, I actually have this written down. Everybody wants to look at it. It's time to highlight one of our more interesting guys. And I mean this. It's Johnny Punani. Johnny! Hey, welcome, buddy! Johnny's got a, uh, a game that he wants to play. We can't have anybody play this game. Well, I mean, the idea was to uh, beta test this and see if you guys think it sucked or whatever. So we're going to test it, test it on the air. Yeah. To find out if it sucks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, everybody here's Steam Wheel of Fortune, right? Yeah, we all seen Wheel of Fortune. We all do Wheel of Fortune. All you do is basically, uh, I want to be Vanna. Dude, you look like Vanna. Let me be Vanna. Cut the mustache. <laughs> so everybody got paper and pen? Yep. All right, it's real No. Quick. Hook me up, dude. Here you go. Fidel. And trust me, it's not oregano, bro. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> it looks similar, bro. I'm not stupid, though. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. And like I said, uh, we, we, you know, hey, this is just in general, so we, uh, See if we can use this to uh, try to give stuff away. I know it, you know, it's not going to suck. Of course not. People at home can play. Get a pen, pen and paper. Are we ready the to play? The general subject. First of all, there is a general subject. The general subject, of course, is El Jefe's hideout. And generally, and what happens is you're looking to uh, fill in the uh, letters. And because we don't have any contestants, and I don't want to give it up to contestants because I don't know how much this is going to work. You guys are my four contestants. All righty, let's play then. Okay, so the general idea is we're going to go around the room, and you guys are going to pick a letter. And no, you don't have to buy vowels or anything like that. After I give a clue, you guys pick a letter, and then you uh, try to pick out what this uh, word or phrase is. That's simple. So it's Wheel of Fortune for the radio. Yeah, sort of. And I, I mean, I, I can't, I haven't thought. <laughs> Get it twice? Yeah. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> I hate people to say whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, the first one. J-Dubs, uh, the first one, the first clue is J-Dubs and his pets. J-Dubs. And his pets. And, and let's his go ahead. pets. J-Dubs, let's go ahead and start with you because it is your thing. Give us a letter. D. D? There is one D in the, uh, the first, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, the first letter, or the first word is three letters, and the second word is seven letters. And in the first word, the third letter is a D. What? 
It's like hangman or something. Yeah, it's sort of yeah, like no. hangman is what so, it is. So the first word's three letters. First word is three letters. Where Second one's seven. Where does that D sit? Second one is seven. And the D sits in the first third slot in the first word. Okay. Clue again? J-dubs and his pets. Okay. Okay. Okay, do you have a guess? No. All right, Fidel? Nad. No one has no, a guess. No, it's good. no not with Billy Give us a letter. Oh, you said guess. Um, A. No A's. Spoon. S. <laughs> Fish, no S's. Fish and Chicken says this is awful already. <laughs> that's the reason Fish why we're testing. I mean, that's the exact reason why we're testing this. No, have I? Bro, it's cool. Go, go for Got it. Got a letter? Rapid fire. S. S has already been used. Yeah. Pay attention, AOL. C-dubs. Uh, C is in the fourth letter. Second word. No idea. Fidel. Let's go E. One E, and that is the sixth letter. Second word. No guess. Spoon. L. No L's. Kill the music. You don't like that? Mm-mm. Doesn't even sound like Wheel of Fortune. I, I don't think that is. Pick your letter, yeah, I'll have huh. S. No S. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you're you're going to be a dick about this and not even try. Yeah, see, that's what right. he does. That's, that's fine. What he, that's if you don't like something, he'll just, you know. That's fine. That's no, right. Any guess? No guesses. Okay. Any turn, spoon. My turn. No, All right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, J-dubs? G. No Gs. Um, H. What uh, are you doing? Huh? I'll buy a vowel. I'll buy a vowel. There are no buying vowels. You can, you can is there an H? Is there an H? H? All right, there's an H. It is the fifth, uh, fifth word. Or fifth, yeah, fifth letter, second word. No guess. We, and the hint, the hint is, again, the clue. J-Dubs and his goat. J-Dubs and his goat. I thought it was his pet. pet. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting all these different messages. <laughs> all right, this game sucks. Abort. Okay, <laughs> abort. Tough hey, done. No, 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 no. Oh, done. Let's get the first one. Come on. Can we at least get the first one. A, 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 A. Let's the radio. No A's. That, that's the reason why we're testing. That's the reason why I don't want to have... I mean, that's exactly why I wanted to do this and see if it worked or not. On the air? Oh, like we can all get together and try this uh, separately? I mean, when the hell do we get together? We don't try games on the air. No, it's fine. Okay, it's done. It's we'll done. finish it out. I mean, I'm sure the people at home are riveted. I want to know what this is. The third word in the first one is D. I like the match game better. Amaral fans, stay tuned. I'm going to chat with you in a second. What's what's the... What is it? No, someone guess. Somebody yeah, throw out letters. P. No P's. Oh. Uh, second letter, uh, second word. Mmm. Mmm. I, I got a guess. <laughs> Bad douche. No. Uh. Bad douches. Kitten is good. Oh, yeah. Potatoes in his M. No M's. What about me? You don't want to play. S. S, right? Z. No Z. T. The first letter, second word. Q. No Qs. U. 
Uh, third letter, second word. Kid toucher. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so hey, that's the reason why I wanted to try it. Okay, it's lame. I'll try it. Find something else. Okay, go find something else because that sucks. <laughs> okay, hey. It sucked. I, it, that's the reason why we do these beta tests. That's a call them beta tests. A, uh, B, I mean. It, it's lame. Hey, fine, it's lame. And I thought it might be lame. That's the reason why I didn't want to do it with the callers. Okay, good segment. I would have rather we did it with the callers. That way at least we could have given away an Iron Maiden ticket if somebody came up with Kid Toucher. Yeah. Amaral fan, what's up, buddy? Hey there, LFA. You know, that may have been the worst skit I've ever heard on the radio. <laughs> no, it, it was. Probably was. And remember, you heard it only on LFA's hideout on 106.7 <laughs> WJFK. Right. Only on the hideout, guys. Well, I got to tell you, tell I'm on friend. my way back from uh, Arlington at this acapella thing tonight of Singers. It wasn't too bad. Uh-huh. And um, I, I was actually, I mentioned you earlier as one of the people I chat with on the AOL for broadband instant messaging during the week. You actually, you were telling me a story about how you had sex with your chick in the jacuzzi. I did, I did. In fact, she's sitting right here next to me. Oh, can I talk to her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you want to talk to her? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell her to use a fake name. Okay. Okay, here you go. Is that your radio voice? She, she, she's, uh, here, come on, talk. Come on, honey, let me talk to her just for a second. <laughs> she, she appears quite reluctant, actually. Come on! I need, come on. So, I need something to save the quarter hour. Let's go. Come on, something. Sell the ratings book here. Come on. Come on, just say something. This is still uh, is a rated time, too. Oh, she's Jesus. shaking her head and everything. All right. If so, you're a man, you'll get her on the phone, bro. Come on. You know what? You know what? Maybe as we, we get into this conversation, she'll jump in on it. So you had sex in a jacuzzi. How many guys here have actually had sex in water? Oh, yeah. The, the reason I wanted to actually talk to the chick is because I wonder what it's like from their point of view. Like, oh, yeah. Is there, like, suction that happens where it's, like, a dam opening up and, like, water just, like, completely, like, flows through and, like, breaks through the barrier? I mean, what exactly is it that happens during sex uh, in the water? Dubs, have you ever, ever I've had... never had sex in the water. I've, I'll I tell you exactly what happens. Do you know? Everything gets very, very dry. Oh. And it's, it's difficult to keep going for a long time. Okay, because the lubrication is all screwed up. Yeah, yeah, the water. yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it the chlorine that does it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it happens even in the ocean. I, I, don't know. I, didn't have, I didn't have that problem, guys. Did you have you had sex in the ocean, Spoon? Yeah. Have you really? A hot tub, a pool. Yeah, sure. You guys down, it, down in uh, South Beach, right? Right. South Beach. So, uh, you know, I love with you. Brittany. So, man, I love you guys. I'm just wondering yeah. what happens, though, for the chick and, like, how it. Because I know the one time that I did have sex in the water, it wasn't any good to me. And the only, <laughs> the only thing that was kind of cool is that whenever you finish. You know what I mean? And you're <laughs> and you're expelling. It's a little cloud it floats around. It just it looks kind of funny. It's like you know, like uh, like throwing lotion <laughs> into water and it's just like gloop, gloop, gloop. You know what it's so, like? It's like that sand art that you used to put in the water aquariums, and it would like form different pictures <laughs> and stuff, like big sand castles underneath the water. It's like that. Dude. And those 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 like um those lamps. 
Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they the lava lamps? Where it gloops yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm in the pool, and I'm banging this chick. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you're ready to expel. And so, but like, to me, it, was, it wasn't even so much the excitement of finishing, it was more of, I can't wait to see what this looks like. You know? I, I, so I have you, a uh, theory here that El Jefe will be punching the clown in the bathtub tonight. You know, that's actually um, that's actually very tough to do. I've had tried that before, and that is almost impossible just because you, you don't get the the quick motion when you want to. With the, in, the, in the bathtub? Yeah. Yeah. That and never use shampoo. Oh, things. Well, not even so much that, but it makes, like, the hair... Like grow quicker down there. <laughs> yeah. Really? I've actually got. Some, I don't know if it's because of that, but I, I conditioned. Dude. I've actually got some hair, um, like you know, Hefito right. has has some hair on him. Right. It's oh, really, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Like I don't. Don King in a headlock or something. Yeah, well, not even more than that, but actually, like you know, running up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And I try to clip it. I'm like, wow. I wonder if anybody else. Has I right. do, and I. Actually, on it's really it's really tough to bick. <laughs> you bick it? I do. I use a, a yellow bick. I've never thought about bicking it. That's actually you, you pull. I don't know, got old graphic, but pull tight bick. <laughs> pull tight and bick. But what if it's actually the the member itself? Yeah, that's I'm talking about that. Really? Yep. It's so sad when you have hairs that are longer than member. <laughs> <laughs> it really is depressing. Say that. You can't say that? No, no. You can't say that. Are you saying you... Otherwise, we would have said it. <laughs> Otherwise, that, that would have been the title of the segment. Right. Well, uh, thanks for that, Brody. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you later. Why can't you say that? Chad, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Jefe, it's your boy, Chad Dukes. You're having a fantastic show this evening. <laughs> yeah, right. Right on. What show have you been listening to? Hey, Chad. Yeah, Chad's actually a pretty good person to uh, do this JD thing with. But your boy, you know who this is. Don't act like you don't know. No, who I know. Who, I, know uh. Chad, I know who Chad Dukes is. I, I'm actually saying we're. Oh, what's up, Chad? We're trying to get a buddy uh, a job over at HFS. Where are you going to be a little bit later on? Chad Dukes is going to be on tomorrow night. It's midnight. I have about a a, a Chad Dukes just like yours. Listen to him. Listen, Very third person. Listen to him plugging his show on HFS <laughs> on my show. That's right. Hey, I don't. I'm listening to your show on JFK and calling in. I'm the mook here. I don't hate you, brother. Seriously, I actually like you a lot. You know what? Hold on. I want to get your information because I need uh, I need you to evaluate one of our buddies over here. No problem. But just first, quick, I just want to let you know you guys are having this conversation about sex in the pool. Uh-huh. I definitely uh, was pitching it in the balloon knot of this chick in a pool. <laughs> and uh, when Duke pulled out to uh, finish, there was definitely the, uh, the uh, brown cloud. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, it was bad. Oh. <laughs> You You're such a liar. Hold on, Duke. Hold on, Dukes. I'm gonna have uh, Fidel. Keep spitting in Fidel's face, by the way. That's a good guy. I'm close to spitting in Punani's. Hold on, brother. Oh. Jessica. Uh, Jessica, providing the female perspective on El Jefe side out. Uh, go ahead, babe. Yes, it's just like we're oh. rear El Jefe. What? Let's go. What'd you say? Oh, what did he coward. say? I didn't even hear what he said. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't tell me Fidel got tricked by that guy <laughs> that put that voice on there. I think so, dude. Hey, this is Jessica. I want to talk about how, how, how chicks don't like sex and water. Put me on the air. I really want to.
to talk to the guys. Um, hold on, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Jessica. Next right away. I'm developing my, in, in a my second, Fidel voice. In a second, you're going to hear a shh, and the first voice you hear after that's going to be El Jefe, okay? <laughs> make sure you turn your radio right. down. <laughs> and make sure you get right to the point. Don't curse on the air. <laughs> Try not to curse on the air. Remember, you can't say the D word on the air. Thanks, baby. Hold on. By the way, my name's Monkey Wrench, if you find me on the AOL for broadband. For the record, there was a chick on the line first. And I did not know she was going to hand the phone over. Sure. Right. That's yeah, a story. He planned that coming in. All right, what should I say? Is this Joe? This is Joe. It's probably not Joe. Joe, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, yeah, the shampoo thing, man. Bad news. Bad news down there? Yep. I actually have this question, though. I work out over at the Gold's Gym, and they have what's hair and body shampoo. Uh -huh. And I wonder if that, like, screws it up, if it's, like, the same thing. Because here's the other thing, too. When I remember, whenever I'm at the gym, I have to use that hair and body shampoo to wash my ass. I, I think the hair and body, I think that's just a con, man. I think it's just shampoo. I don't think, I don't think it does anything more. See, here's the other thing. I wonder, as a little kid... Well, there were a lot of times growing up Mexican where we couldn't afford soap, and we just had shampoo. Because if you're going to get either or, you're going to get soap. Yeah, you're going to get shampoo before soap. Yeah, because it can double. What, did you go down to the river and just, like, drag your butt along the sand like Bose did? No. Oh, okay. Um, actually, um, actually, what we did was I would use the shampoo to, like, wash, like, you know, my chest and my body and my ass and stuff. And I'm wondering if that's why I'm so hairy. Because isn't shampoo supposed to stimulate growth more than, like, soap is supposed to? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Wow. It, it happened to me, man. Everywhere. And see, like, my ass is, like, everything. Completely hairy. That sucks. And I know that I'm, like, really screwing up by using the hair and body shampoo on my ass. dude. With the crack. You know, and I got to I got to clean. I got to get the dingleberries. Thanks, Joe, for helping me uh, solve that problem. So what do I do now? That's the question. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. That's so cool that Chad called. I love how he calls to plug his show set Sunday nights on HFS. Chad Dukes will be on. Chad Dukes is gonna be on. It's HFS. Whoa! <laughs> me and Big O. Whoa! So, uh, Chad, we're going to call you in a second whenever we're trying to get... You know, that'd be cool if, like, J.D. could go join Chad Dukes' show. What do you think? Dubs? I'm, I'm, I'm thrown right now, still, from the last segment. Are you really? Yeah. What do you, do you, Was what do the you... game that bad? No, no, not from that. <laughs> from everybody yes. fighting so much. Because <laughs> I want to go back to this because the show is not funny or fun when everybody's fighting like that. I agree. It's not. I completely concur. I, I hate being here when, when that's going on. And okay. I, I hate that we only get one night a week and it ends up being this every single goddamn time. The only thing i got to say about that, doesn't it suck when your professionalism is questioned? What are you talking okay. about? Well, uh, just think about it. Think about what? Just think about, I mean... Uh, what, what was questioned about you? Oh, God. Yeah. It I mean, took... Wait, 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 wait. Nah, let's see, I don't even... I, I agree with J-Dubs. I really don't want to get into it. I mean, it, Well, no, because it's lingering. And I'm livid. I'm uh, seriously livid. No, I can't even okay. get back on track. I had a ton of stuff I wanted to Why? do tonight. Uh, here's the thing. At the Metro Station, on the air, you sat there and said that uh, Fidel and I screwed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't hit, do anything. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's, you took over the bit. Once you do that, everybody in radio knows once you take over a bit, it is yours. And you've got to make it work. 
Once I delegate to you, you're supposed to... I don't want to do this. Once I delegate to you, you're supposed to get stuff done. Everything is on me. Everything is on me. If everything is on me, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to do every goddamn thing? Everything? Did you delegate anything? Yes, I did. What did you delegate to me? I was like, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? I'm going to send you out there. I've got phones. I've got batteries. All you have to do is go out and execute. Did not. I did not hear that once. Because you, you weren't around. I did not hear that once. You weren't around. You didn't call. You didn't check in. Nothing. Hey, do to do Two weeks. We're gonna go. Out, we're gonna do a man on the street bit. Do to do to do. But I mean, that, I mean, that even goes back to the, before that. I come up. I'm and done with it. I'm done with it. What the fuck are you bitches babbling about? I'm not into it anymore. Seriously, bring the show down. We're sitting here trying to bust ass so that we can get on five days a week. I don't blame. Why would we go on five days a week if it's going to sound like this the whole goddamn time? If people don't want to take responsibility for what they're going to do and for what they're trying to do. It's your bit. It's you. You're doing it. This is on you, man. It was your bit. God forbid I ask anybody to help out. John, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Oh, man. Well, this is actually the first time I've heard you guys do a bit I like. You guys should argue more. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Some people like the argument. Some people don't. I don't like it, though. When, when everything started out initially, the show was a very happy-go-lucky show. We were happy to be on the air. Everybody was chumming up. Me and my bud J-Dubs were making fun of George W. Bush. We're, you know, doing uh, Beyond the Graves. We're laughing at Spoon. People, are un people were understanding what was going on. I don't know. You work on uh, Ron and Fez. The best part is when they bust on Billy and stuff. You guys got to do that more, I'm telling you. Well, it's not even just about busting, because I'll be honest, I don't like to get angry. I don't like uh -oh. it. I got four hours a night. Uh, four hours That's a week. That's the thing you've done, though, man. The best thing you've done so far, I'm telling you. Thank you. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I wanted to get into this a little bit. I'm putting out a casting call. I feel like we need different perspectives on this show. Um, part of what it is is the fact that I could be angry that I, I haven't had any meat. I'm not quite sure. Maybe maybe I'm just a little touchy. But um, so let's take a break. Let's line up the commercials. Let's take a break. Pick an imager to go out with or anyway or whatever. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to start the show over again. So here's a little tip to help keep lips moisturized and protected. I'm just saying, in general, whoever doesn't want to be here can go home. I love all of you. I like you all as guys. But if you don't want to be here, if you don't understand what's going on, if you don't understand the packing order and what we're trying to do here, then I'm asking you to go home. Can we it, come back next week if we go? Because it's bringing us down. <laughs> no, I, no, I ask that you don't come back. <laughs> all right. I, I don't know if you're being funny. <laughs> But I'm serious. So we'll do that. There are plenty of people that understand the show, that get the show, and that want to be on the show and want to help out. I love you for doing everything that you have so far, but I'm serious. We're trying to actually do something here. For this crap to happen, I'm sick of it. Taking a break and coming back with J.D. So I'll have a side up. Working harder than an overweight stripper. Uh, uh, stripper. Uh, Can I say something? Yes. Fat girl shouldn't dance. I'll have a side up. That's, that's pretty good. On 106.7 WJFK. Yes! Pencil. I'll have a side up. Tonight, 
106.7 WJFK 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067 AOL for broadband instant messaging JFK El Jefe um, EJ Hideout at Yahoo.com Welcome back into it El Jefe, Spoon, J-Dubs, Fidel, Johnny Punani all here, all with you coming up in a second we're going to give away Iron Maiden tickets Yes, Fidel, or Spoon, or Punani <laughs> Now, I just want to say I was just sweating bullets, and I appreciate the fact that you haven't kicked me out of here. No, I haven't kicked you out. I appreciate that. And I, I, I apologize. I do. I... And here we go. We're starting a brand-new show right now for you. We've already done Mandatory Manson. Stay tuned because we do have El Jefe's Old School Jam of the Week uh, that we still need to get to, and just a ton of other stuff as well. Maybe the reason that we're all so upset is the President of the United States. If there's anything to be upset about, it's not about Punani and Fidel and El Jefe. It's what's going on and how the rest of the United States, or the rest of the world, sees the United States. Uh, Spoon, if you would, please, the music. Or Spoon. It's now time for the George W. Bush scorecard. I'm just going to kind of keep track and remind you as we roll up to the 2004 election. Of what's happened on this president's watch. Okay? The spoon and I have to go over to the right side of the room right now? <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be serious. I want you guys to feel free. I want your comments. Oh, this is going to... But allow me to get into it I'm going to get... Okay? The worst attack on this nation's history on our soil happened on his watch. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Secondly, we have no Osama bin Laden. 0 for 2. We attacked Iraq. We're misled as to why we attacked Iraq. And now we're losing nearly a soldier a day without having Saddam Hussein. 0 for 3. 4. We have an ungodly deficit. Dubs, do you want to try to explain the surplus deficit and how it works? <laughs> I think I tried that last week and... We, uh, it was like a um uh 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 oh, that we uh dot 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 we had a lot of money and now we don't have any money now we don't have any money or something like that in the country and then uh the goddamn president got 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 so we had this ungodly deficit and he still gave the stupid ass tax cuts that's oh for four in my opinion Melvin Mora who could get traded from the Orioles. Is having ten times the season that you are, W. And then finally, unemployment is in its highest. I've said some places, uh, I've seen nine years. Some places say 20 years unemployment's at the highest. I just want to tell you, uh, our, our good president is 0 for 5 when it comes to these. I will allow a brief retort <laughs> from my buddies on the right. 
<laughs> on the right, Jetty Panani. On the right. Okay, everybody knows that 9-11 was because of Bill Clinton, because he did not, he sat there and he took... Oh, you can't say that. He took the money, he took the money out of the CIA that was necessary for human intelligence. I mean, I, I stick it pretty much, don't get me wrong, yeah, it did happen on G, uh, George W.'s watch. I don't think it was something that could be solved. Go ahead. Okay, but that's all I'm saying. Whose watch did it happen on? No. The build-up, which is the important thing. I mean, you got to stop terrorism before it happens type of thing. I mean, I, I do believe in that. Uh, Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein, they're not in power anymore. Wrong. Wrong. How, how could you even say that? Obviously, what's going on in Iraq is from a direct effect by us not having Saddam. Because the Iraqis are scared S-less so, by the fact that I, Saddam could still be alive. Until we have a body, we don't have them. And until we have them, so the, these things the, are going to The one soldier a day that's dying right now is worse than the thousand, of pe thousand people that were dying under, Osama, or, uh, under Saddam Hussein's watch. That's a conservative estimate from a very liberal type person. I heard everything between 1,000 and 5,000 people a day. In Iraq? In Iraq before this happened. Okay. That's, 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 you, know, you tell me that that's okay. You know what? You know, honestly, as a selfish American, yeah, I don't want our soldiers dying over there. Okay, the next point is, is that's exactly it. As a selfish American, without this war, we're paying $5 a gallon. Okay. That's fine with me because you know what? I well, well, as long as, now, don't get me wrong. As long as you hold that opinion, it's fine with you that your gas is $5 a, uh, a gallon, that everything that is related to trucking industry, that is, every, it's 90% of the economy, goes up by 75%. If you're fine with that, and I'm fine with it, I am fine with that. You know what I blame that on? I blame that on the lobbyists in Congress and also with the president that have continued, continued to not be able to control and keep their money off of the uh, off of the oil money. It's the oil money. Are you telling me? Hold on a second. <clears throat> you telling me that we can't find another way to have cars and trucks run? Why do you think we can't find another way? I I agree with you to totally. And here's my solution. I mean, I I know I'm not president or anything, but you should be. I should be. <laughs> hey, Bush came. Didn't Bush come out and say that in 25 years we're going to have hydrogen cars? 25 years? Oh, no, well, that's the thing. Okay, let's take that. I mean, well, no other country has anything right. else. I mean, why do we have to start everything? But Because we're the greatest yeah. nation in the world. This yeah, is, we are. I mean, there's an old saying, Pax Romana, Pax Britannica. That was, that was when, that's Latin for, you know, basically, back when Rome was great and right. Britain. They are number one, blah, blah, blah. They threw around their power, and that's the way it was. This is uh, Pax Americana. All right, now well, let me finish. I agree with the, the, the wholeheartedly. Hydrogen cars should be developed within the next five years if it takes $1 billion, $10 billion. Because, and here's the cost. Here's the cost. It's going to cost the money to put the hydrogen fuel pumps in every gas station. I don't want to get too technical with right. all this kind of stuff, but, Dubs, you're from Michigan. Do you remember any time that they're talking about revolutionizing the auto industry, everybody in Michigan goes ape-ass? Because they're so scared that people are going to be losing jobs mm -hmm. and this and that, we got to start revolutionizing. You're right. You're right. People. I, that, if I'm willing to, I'm willing to double my taxes right now. If in five years we can have the the hydrogen car and all the gas stations have hydrogen pumps, blah blah blah. That is the perfect point. Let's get away from oil totally. You and I actually agree on that, and thank God for that. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I have buddies. Spoon, I'm sure you have buddies that are over there. It, they're dying one a day. We're we're to the point where we've already lost more troops than we lost in the first go round. No, it happened this week. It happened this week where we've lost more troops than we lost in the last wars. But I have friends over here that came from Iraq, and this is a true story. 
One of my friends, his dad was taken during the uh, the original Gulf War mm -hmm. in the middle of the night by Saddam Hussein's regime, and he never saw his dad again. That's kind of that's the kind of thing that won't happen again because of this war. Now here's the thing, and now let me not let me let me preface this by saying I don't think Saddam's a good guy. Here's my biggest problem that we've had with the war. Okay, this is what just irks me the most, guys. I hate the fact that it doesn't seem like we had a real legitimate plan. And right now, we're, we're screwed. It's like we're jump, we jumped in half to ass, and now what are we going to do? How are we going to get out? Can I end this discussion right now? Go ahead. If someone tells you, let's say you're doing something illegal, the police, you know the police have surveillance on you. They say, we know you're a gun runner. You got a million guns in your house. You got 48 hours, or we're going to come in there. What are you going to do with your guns? You're going to get rid of them. You're going to get rid of everything. I don't understand why this is so hard to see. They do. They have tunnels in this place. That's already been proven. They're out of the country. Yeah, they're all. In they had so much time to get rid of these weapons. They're all. The in inspectors theory. come in. Then the U.S. This is your warning. This is your final warning. This is your 48-hour warning. This is your 24-hour warning. I mean, come on. You, I mean, what is he just going to leave them there? We have one of their scientists. Um, in here that Saddam actually has a hit on like a billion dollars, but he lives over here now. And uh, he says, yeah, they definitely do. I worked on these programs. That's fine. I mean, That's fine with me. But if our intelligence is so goddamn great, dude, they're moving they stuff it? around. They're little ants. They go hide in the hills. It's not true. You that is absolutely true. We've got OnStar, man. I can I can figure out how to get from here to our country, man. We no. can't. We don't have that's the type in the United of, States. That's not in Iraq. We don't have the type of satellites over there, airways. Sure, we do. That we do. That we have a few, but not as many as in the U.S. What pisses me off about this whole war is. Why did we have to know so much about it? That's what, that's what because, made this war. Wait, because liberals were quiet. Why are we going to go to war? Why do we have to go to war and people die and stuff? I agree, but if we're <laughs> this, this war was going to happen no matter what. So why tell us all the, like, uh, six months before that we're going to be going to war, we're going to be going to war. Why don't we just shut up? Lobby it with uh, UN or whatever and try to keep it as quiet as possible. And... <laughs> Just go in there and take it out, because by the time we were about to go take it out, there is a million ways out of that country for Saddam. Exactly. I mean, because he had to feel like he had to, you know, make the war okay for everybody, every American. Don't get me wrong. Again, do not get me wrong. I, and I, I'm happy that we went in, because you're right, Saddam's a complete dictator. He was a horrible person. I watch it all the time on A&E, you know what I mean, and all the history channel. Watching it on A&E doesn't prove anything until you actually hear someone who's I've been heard, over there. I've heard the stories. But you, you don't feel it like you do from someone who's actually lived it. I have. I have talked to somebody. Believe it or not, actually, I can't believe you actually spoken with an Iraqi. I, I have about <laughs> ten friends that just came over there within the last two years. Do you really? Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know you were cultured, Doves. Yeah, we call them the quacky Iraqis. You got a Mexican friend, an Iraqi friend. Where's your black friend at? That would be Spoon. <laughs> spoon counts. Yeah. Here's my point, though, guys. Don't get me wrong. I like the president. Obviously, now the big knock on him was when we traded Sammy Sosa to uh, the White Sox. <laughs> that actually worked out okay. It just took forever to find out he's corking a bat. You know, we're going to have to wait that long. 
to uh, to find out about Saddam. I'm just saying, man, I wish it didn't seem like we had a real great strategy that we were just trying to get in there as much as possible. Now we're asking for everybody's help. You know, it was us against the world. The, uh, let me just say this, okay? This is not to sound un-American. The United States really needs to check itself. And what I mean by that is realize, and even Tony Blair said it in his speech when he, when he was addressing Congress. Tony, he said, America's not going to be on top forever. And that's true. It, just like you were saying, uh, Punani, mm -hmm. Rome had its time. The Brits had their time. At some point, America's going to be put in check. We have to stop flexing our muscles and acting like we can go in and t it can be just us against anybody and that we're going to kick anybody's ass. We have to start living in this world. But that's just it. We are number one. There is no one even close to us right now. I am sick and tired of people apologizing for this great country of ours yeah. being able to go around and do whatever it needs to do to keep itself great. I don't want to. I don't want to lower ourselves down to somebody else's level. All Tony, all Tony Blair is, is jealous that we freaking took over uh, the country. What? What? Okay. Um, if somebody's conspiring to hurt me. I'm going to get to them first. I'm not going to wait around for it to happen. You know what I mean? You better believe that's why I got a baseball bat, and I'm ready to attack Punani. <laughs> exactly. After the show. I mean, and that, that was our whole point. I don't think it's a matter of us flexing our muscles, man. It is. People, ha people are jealous. Other countries are jealous that's of right. us. That's right. That's all. You know what I mean? And, and, and so they hate us. That's such a... Look, they America, hate our lifestyle. They hate everything about America us. is still very young as a country. We're in this, like, teenager-type mentality. And 9-11 was that very first real big... Punch in the face. The big O. Oh, okay. you know what? No. What's wrong with you? No. Well, I, I was trying to think of. The, I was trying to think of the biggest. No. Happened to, I mean, no. I just remember the first time when I was fifteen. When I was fifteen, that was like the the big moment in my life. All of a sudden, that I was able to. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> where's my you know, train wreck sound effect? That's it's, not what nine eleven. I know, and that was a really bad, stupid thing for me yeah. to say. What? Uh, yeah, it was. God, I'm an idiot. But what I'm saying is that was our very first punch in the face. And now we're ready to go out and we're going to kick everybody's ass. And I don't care who we have to run through. We're going to kick everybody's ass. We're going to get even. But you know what you do instead of that? You go around to your buddy and say, hey, man, somebody punched me in the face. Can you help me out? And as I go pick the, kick this guy's ass, spoon. I got Dubs with me. Dubs isn't enough. He's big. He's a little crazy. He pushes out so much. Spoon, I need your help, too, to go kick this guy's ass who punched me in the back of the, fa in the, back of the head while I wasn't looking. Mm -hmm. Now you got three on one. Now all of a sudden you're forming this coalition. Now it's one of those things where, wow, man, you got punched in the back of the head? You weren't even looking? What a scumbag. Let's go get this guy. Yeah. And you know what? That's what the mentality was after 9-11. The whole world was on our side. No, it weren't. For, except for the extremists. Oh. Except for the extremists that really hated America anyway, the most of the world rallied around the United States when we got punched in the back of the head. And somehow, this foreign policy of our presidents has turned the whole world against us. Even yeah. Tony Blair laughs at us, and Britain's our bitches. Yeah. But, I mean, it's because France and, uh, like, the Netherlands and those countries over there, and, like, Korea, they have different oil deals with Iraq and Iran and Saudi Arabia. All right, they're looking out for they, number one. Yeah, man. They're like, we're we not going to go against this guy. We're getting, you know, our well, stuff for cheap, cheap. Why in the hell is it so bad for the United States to go look for, after number one? It's all about us. money. 
and in in Germany's allowed to do it, and I mean they all bought their, right. their uh, stuff. So yeah. Dub's final thought on this. Well, I'm just I'm not I don't have a thought on this. It's just I'm <laughs> smiling now because this is why I like. Five idiots Hard talking idiot. about nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. Five idiots <laughs> talking about stuff that they have no idea what's going on. There's four. Did, I love did it. any of us take political 101? Anything more than that? I should have held it. No. <laughs> Five idiots telling W how to run. Hey, the by world. the way, you can hit me with your, that bat between your pants. Between your pants. No. Oh, okay. I wouldn't waste that on you. Oh man. Uh, this is funny. Tommy says, "Tell Dubs the new employees at 7-Eleven don't count as Iraqi friends." <laughs> Actually, they did work at a at a gas station with me. Another. Person asked, another person asked how a Texan could be so anti-Bush. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to hang out with W. He seems like a very cool guy. In fact, everybody... And you know that he I... brings the Coke. Oh, Ooh. stop that. I'm talking about the drink, right? That yeah. was a long yeah, okay. time ago. Party, um, fellas. <laughs> but I'm saying... You know, he's, everybody that's ever met him says he's the greatest guy in the world, and I'd love to chat with him. I'm just saying, man, just think about it. You Think about the school bully analogy that I thought of. You know what I mean? You gotta gather your friends and have your buddies help go get this enemy. But if you're, we we can't. Hold on, this is the last word. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. Last word. Just think about this. It can't just be you against the world. And you know what? After everything that's gone on with the show tonight, that's something that I'm learning too. It can't be me against you guys. I need you guys. Just like the United States needs oh, the other people think, in the world. I think world. we need a group. I got a warm feeling when I he said too, that, man. dude. I got a little tingle in my face. I did. I swear to God. I think, I, I think <laughs> I'm getting chubby. <laughs> Suck me, Panani. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of meat, Dubs and I gave up. <laughs> I don't understand this at all, man. What we were on? I really don't either. I got. I kind of got. Gave up meat. Kind of walked into it, you know? We were on our way to the Dave and Buster's in Rockville. By the way... Uh, join us at the Dave and Buster's in Rockville uh, with our good friends. They're doing a live broadcast, Ron and Fez, and we're going to be there Friday night, August 1st. And I believe Spoon has already said he's going to come out. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, Dubs will be there. I'll be there. Punani, I think you're going to be running the board. No, I don't think so. I think I'm going to be dumping. <laughs> no, you'll be doing both. Oh, good times for Punani. Oh, this... I'm glad someone told me. <laughs> well, that's what we're looking at. Regardless, All right. though, well, we were in the car scouting out the uh, the place, and Jag, who's a sales assistant here, um, I, I, what is he, uh, Indian? Yeah, Indian. Hello. Dot, not feather. Um, he, he, very cool guy. <laughs> Ve what? I'm trying to make the distinction. <laughs> I know. Just, I don't know. Is that wrong? No. Yeah, kind of. All right. No, it's not. India from, like, Asia, Indian. But, I mean, is he Indian or Sikh? I think he's actually, didn't he tell us he was Sikh? Yeah, yeah he was actually Sikh. And he's Those a, guys are some bad mother ever. He's a very traditional guy. He's got the long beard. You know, I don't think he's shaved probably his whole life. It looks no, like, it doesn't look like it because he's not an old guy. He's no, he's, got like, the, he's got the big beard. And he's got the traditional head wrap that he wears. But he's like one of the, like, most, like, hip guys that I know. He, like, spins in clubs and he does this whole thing. Anyway, he was talking about this life-changing revelation that he had where one day he had to decide, was he going to give up alcohol or was he going to give up meat? And I started thinking about it. And to me, giving up meat would be so much harder than giving up alcohol. And so we got to talking about it in the car, Dubs. And so Dubs and I came up with this bet. First one to eat meat is going to buy the other, the loser, McDonald's, for the rest of the year. Now, I needed something to put me over the top, something to help me lose that extra weight. Because I'm a fatty, and I need to get out of the radio industry, obviously, because there are a bunch of head cases in it. I'm going to TV where everybody's sane. <laughs> oh, but, but before I could do that, 
<laughs> Did you see him on TV? I got a loop. Oh, no, no. I want to. I want to see him on like one of those Sunday morning political shows. This is John McLaughlin with El Jefe. <laughs> what do you think I'm practicing for? I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm Issue one. I'm El Jefe. I'm getting that last segment and sending it over to CNN and saying, Hey, how about replacing Howard Kurtz and reliable sources with me? I can do that. Um, regardless, though, I was just saying that I needed something to lose that extra weight. And actually, how you doing, Dubs? Doing with the weight? I haven't checked my weight on it at all. Have you? No, with the meat. With the meat. I haven't touched the... Uh, I've just uh, great. I don't miss meat at all. And I hate vegetarians. To me, vegetarians, and I don't consider myself a vegetarian, I honestly believe that vegetarians are completely okay. un-American. And a lot of vegetarians actually happen to be gay. Yeah. I know, I've noticed that. But um, I feel good, man. I feel great about myself. And I just wanted to share with you guys that... It is possible. It is now to the point where, like, we went over to Wendy's to grab a baked potato. And you were like, damn, those, those bacon cheeseburgers, they look good. God diggity damn. I was like, no, it doesn't even look good to me now. To me, it's now like a law. Like, I can't rape Punani. <laughs> like, that's a law. Okay? Same thing. I can't have meat. <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of the same. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's now one of those things where I, I just it's untouchable. I can't do it. So I feel great, guys, and I really enjoy would enjoy your support. Well, my thing is, I'm not in it for the same reasons you're in. I'm not in it to lose weight. I'm in it to beat you. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole thing, because I know you're going to buckle to the stake sometime. Now, is anybody <laughs> else here willing to give up something for their health? Uh, yeah, I want to stop smoking real bad. The herb? N no, dude, just cigarettes. Oh. Let's start with cigarettes, and then we'll move from there. <laughs> Let's not get crazy, people. When are we going to move to getting you up angel dust? <laughs> Come on. Is that even around anymore? I don't know. I don't know. You tell us. This is not 89. Good year. Let me see your veins. Are you doing smack? Look at that. Beautiful arms. How old does he look with that mustache? Doesn't he look like an old Do I look cop? older? You look like a wow. cop. You look like a throwback from chips. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> he couldn't be punched. He'd have to be drawn. Fidel, are you willing to give anything up for your health? Not that I can think of, man. <laughs> sandals. I'm going to ask that you give up sandals. Because for you don't like my gnarly feet. For right? our health. Your, your, your feet look really, really, like, wretched. Is, are you wearing shoes today? Yes, I am. Thank God. Make sure you do that. Just for you. Do that every Saturday night. Thank you. Punani, I'm going uh, to uh -oh. recommend. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to recommend you give up. Fat internet chicks. <laughs> Dude, you took it right out of my mouth because, you know, they get on top and they, oh, the they get the, the show, motion going right in a broken pelvis, man. Yeah. Oh. And so, Dubs, other than, uh, you've given up the, the, the ephedra, haven't you? Yeah, I've given up that. Okay, so now you're just smoking and a lot of sodas and not eating meat. Yeah. Okay. Isolate that. Sounds like a good diet. I... Yeah, I've given up everything but cigarettes and soda. I mean, are either one of you guys gonna like, you know, look at going back to the the first, you know, first part of the show? I mean, this has got to be screwing screw with your minds. You know, I mean, some people have said the fact that I've made such a radical change to my diet could be the reason that my deadbolt was locked, that my shirt was taken and worn and brought back, <laughs> that that's why I'm on edge and yelling at everybody on the air. It could be the reason that you think this happened. It didn't really happen. I'm telling you it happened. No, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't happen. Just just think about it. Why would you not believe me? Think about it. And then tell me why I don't believe you. All right, let me, let me re-say it. I looked for a shirt in the morning. 
The shirt wasn't there. I went to work. I came back. My deadbolt was locked. I never locked my deadbolt. I go into my house. My bathroom door is shut when I know I left it open. And the shirt that I had torn my apartment to shreds looking for is hanging in the closet right in front of me. Is that spooky to you? Now, think back to all of what you just said and know that it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. None of it happened. I, w I will support you on this, man. And I, I told Fidel this little story. Give me a couple minutes here. Um, this is last year, July 22nd, uh, as weird as it sounds. I was doing a show. Brit it was a soccer thing. Britain called me. They wanted my opinion on a certain player that was over in the U.S. And, of course, I had to stay up all night because it was a 4 o'clock in the morning interview. Britain called you? Yeah, it was, it was, an inter it was BBC. Okay. It was BBC. BBC wanted to interview you? Yes. About some other than fat internet horse. Yeah, well, about soccer, which I happen to know a little bit about. Anyways. Hello, Punani. Yeah. It was, it was a while. Anyways. What do you think about David Beckham? Is he going to stay with Posh Spice? The, the weird thing was, of course, I stay up all night, and I mean, it was one of those things I pulled like 26 straight hours or whatever because I had to wake up early for this, that, and the other. Can you be and bend it like Beckham? We're looking for a fat key grip. <laughs> The story gets good, though. But, uh, so, and I'm also taking care of my folks. Oh, wait a second. It has his endorsement? Well, he heard it. He's okay. But uh, I'm taking care of my folks' house because they were out of town. So after I do the interview, I go over, pick up the mail, walk around. And I'm walking around checking things out at my folks' house. And I'm tired. Just I'm out of it. Just totally out of it like everybody's done before. And next thing I know, I'm pulling myself up off the grass. I mean, and I'm just totally dazed. The weird thing was is I had these nice little pair of sandals, Birkenstock sandals that I actually liked, and they're gone. And I could not find them. So, now, I, uh, yeah, give me the face, and it's weird, I know. Were they Velcro sandals? <laughs> no, they were, <laughs> they were bath slippers, man. But, I mean, I, I cannot explain it to this day. They were nowhere around my folks' house. They're not anywhere near my car. I, don't, I, was, I was out for a couple of minutes, and it was just, so, you know, I kind of... But did, did, but did I, someone I wear them? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know what it was. Wait, 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 wait. Did someone wear them and bring them back to you? <laughs> no, man. Well, okay, that, that's believable. Stop! <laughs> but, but explain, explain why. I mean, I don't even really know exactly how long I was out. It was like a 45-minute period between I when I looked at the clock and looked at it again. I have a, I have, I have a guess. Diabetic coma. I think. <laughs> no, that's no, you know. Hey. I'm starting to recognize things. I think I think you had a number four supersized. Your blood sugar couldn't handle it. You blacked out. You started rolling around in your uh, lawn. But before you knew it, your stuff was gone. Yeah, that's the thing. Is what happened to sandals? And this is like at seven in the morning or so. So you know, when I was over at my folks' house checking out their stuff, I think I don't know it. what happened. Um, Alexa, welcome into All Happy Side. Are you still there? She just hung up. Oh. She's been waiting on the line for how long? Forty minutes? Yeah. So anyway, this was actually cool that I met Jag, uh, the Indian from Asia, who works here because it, it provides a diverse, uh, a diverse array of opinions. You know, I always like to get a different perspective on everything. So here's what I'd like to do. I'm giving out hideout passes right now. This is an open casting call. All right. This is an open casting call for whoever wants to be a representative for El Jefe's hideouts. I have the rules laid out right here. We're going to take your info and call you if we have questions. You must be available on Saturday nights. If we get more than one, uh, what I would like to call token, then we will have token battles to crown a winner 
and a runner-up. Basically, we're looking for people to fill the following roles to get their perspective. We need tokens in the following categories. We need a token woman. That's why I wanted to go to Alexa and see if she'd be the hideout token woman. I.e., if we had any issues pertaining to women, we're not women. Sure, sometimes we like to tuck it and dance in front of the mirror like we're women, but we're not really women. Um, in addition to that, we also need, like, a homosexual, because Punani won't admit it. We need a black. <laughs> we need an Asian. We need a retard. I'm so disappointed in this show not having show retards. Every radio show has a, a few tards that will always call up and play with you. Wait, and man, stuff haven't, like haven't you looked at us yet? I think we are the show. <laughs> I was going to say. But here's the thing. Also, I want people to call up and be the do this for the show, not I am you. And say, I can be the show black. I can be the show. No, but yeah. yeah, I'm not going to have you. Yeah, exactly. I, I need somebody that actually is going to call in and participate. Now, here's what we have covered. I think we have crack-ass crackers covered between Spoon. Yeah. Crack-ass cracker as black <laughs> as he thinks he is. With, with his everlast. <laughs> He's still a crack-ass crack. So is Dubs. I, yeah, I, I admit it. I'm as late as they come. He has an Iraqi friend at 7-Eleven, and he thinks hey, he's cultural. Guy. No, I don't think I'm cultural, but I, I uh, know where these people are coming from, you know, and they needed help. Okay. And maybe, you know, we can have some actually people who understand you working at these places if we clean that area up and, you know, they can stay there without worrying about getting killed every day. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, here's the thing. I mean, we're not going to use you immediately, and you don't even have to go on the air with us now, but if you want to be the, rep the person to represent your race, your religion, your creed, now's the time to do it because you hear us babbling on about issues. Sometimes we need the black perspective. Sometimes... We need the Jewish perspective because Cameron isn't around all the time. We still need a Jew to be able to tell us what's going on. Um, a high schooler. Like, I would probably pretty much deem Noodles, the guy that runs one of the websites. Yeah. He'd probably be our high school correspondent. Okay. But he, this automatic... Do we have a high school cool guy correspondent then? Oh. <laughs> That's me when I was a kid. I was the high school cool Drum guy. Line. The one thing I would say is we need lots and lots of representatives for the chicks that are willing to come in and get naked. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know it's kind of obvious, but it had to be said. We do need an airhead perspective. I do, but you we, know what I mean? Well, that's going to be tough to get. Um, you're, <laughs> are you're, you kidding? You're already fulfilling that uh, as it is. Again, this is an open casting call looking for tokens. Uh, you will be our go-to person on topics relating to specific issues. Call now. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So you can speak for your gender, your race, your religion. you got to be available on Saturday nights. Fidel's going to get your info out back, and we're going to go from there. Example, a little bit later on, we're going to have a story about how blacks don't tip as well as whites. And it's not really fair for us to sit here and talk about that because we're not black. Yeah. I'm close. Spoon thinks he is. But I've been the spoon. He actually tips pretty well. <laughs> and uh, Joe, you want to be a token? What to what token do you think you can fulfill? Uh, I think I could be your token stoner. Our token stoner. We got spoon already. We got plenty of them. Fidel. That's covered, actually. Thank you so much for trying, though. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Let me get you to do track four on this. JD, 
You're coming back right now. I know we've put you off, but we had to get some issues resolved. We had to get the show better. I feel like there's a big band-aid and gauze on the show right now. Lots of bloody pus all over the studio. <laughs> Do you feel better, Doug? I feel great now. Now we're going to try to find J.D. a radio job. So that, that Hummer worked, huh? Yeah. Okay. one <laughs> I especially like what you did with your fingers. Look at that. All right, so nobody's answering the phone. 40, so 40 years of practice, dude. Hide out. Hold on. Hide out. Hold on. <laughs> See, now I'm, look at me helping out. Hide out. Hold on. Look at me. I'm helping. Dubs, where did you get Hide out. Shirt? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, half face hide out. Hold on, okay? What the hell? <laughs> he likes my uh, Jesus What's Up shirt. Cool. He's got a picture of Jesus with his arms open. Oh, was that? that? We definitely need like a religious freak too. No, we got spoon. We got yeah, spoon. It's me. Are you? Spoon. Yeah. Spoon's yeah, but I mean, I, I want you know the clean cut. You know uh, the, the the you know. I'm understanding. Here we go. Real Christian. We talked a little bit about America, things like that. Here we go. We're bleeding American with Jimmy World, 106.7 WJFK. We'll chat with a couple tokens and JD next on the hideout.
Jefe Sideout 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe, J-Dub, Spoon, Punani, Fidel, all of us here. And uh, there was Jimmy World leading American. And um, hopefully everything is uh, all cool. As we were looking for tokens, people that will represent their race, their creed, whenever we want to talk about a couple of things. Nicole. Hey there. How about the T-Token White Girl? Petite token white girl. Oh, man. Yeah. I like it. Whenever we have anything relating to women, now you, you're you going to be around Saturday nights, right? Absolutely listening to y'all. Outstanding. Well, cool. Um, well, all right. So anytime we have any question about things that are female, like earlier when we asked, asked the question, what's it like for a chick to have sex in water? Yeah. There are no chicks here. There maybe have been a couple of guys that have taken it in water, but we need the chick's perspective. There so we will call you the token petite oh. white girl. Yeah. Cool. So what is it like for chicks to have sex with women, <laughs> Nicole? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah? This is the greatest chick to have on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get some bubble bath going. And... Yeah. Yeah. How petite are you? Listen to him. You like four tan or something? Five, two. Yeah. All right. How much do you weigh? Huh? How much do you weigh? 195. Yeah. yeah. Nice. 195? Yeah. 495. Oh, I just said 195. Lord, dude. Oh. God damn, we got, oh. we got Zach Thomas on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Nicole, you are our token white chick. Uh, did you give Fidel all of your information? Nothing yet. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. because Fidel is going to get your information, and we're going to call you, okay? okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's annoying enough when she does. <laughs> Mark, which token do you want to be? Yeah, I want to be the European high school guy who's part Jew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get to that point. That's the, the special. Who's part Jew? <laughs> no, number one in... That's pretty good. Number one in European high school kids who are part Jew. LFA side out. <laughs> if we ever have a, a news story that has anything to do with that. Yeah, so what is what is your opinion on the uh, whole U.S. thing? Yeah, is Tony Blair right? I don't... Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys <laughs> are told a lot of crap that isn't all true. You know? are, are we really? What, what have you heard from your native country? Oh, uh, it's not like my native country, but like it is. But you know, make up your mind, accent. son. That's okay. Hey, he's a high schooler. Don't pick on the high schooler. Yeah. No, it's all right, Mark. Uh, we appreciate you, buddy. Hold on, all right. All right. And, uh, Fidel's gonna get your phone number and everything. You can stay up late on Saturday nights, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I'm ready to punch you in the face. Hold on, Mark. No. I'm fatigued. Carl, which token do you want to be? Oh, how about Jewish tokens? Ah. Old fart token or both. An old Jewish fart. All right. All right. We can, we can handle that. Well, are we interviewing these? How old are you? I'm over 50. That's not what I asked. How old are you? 54. Huh? 54. I'm almost the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sounds more like a sounds like a freaking me going, dude, I tell you. Carl, thank you, sir. Hold on. Um actually I know you I am me occasionally, so I am me your uh, information, all right, yeah, buddy? Right. If right. you stop eating meat, you're now a vegetarian, right? <laughs> I'd love to. Oh, how I'd love to uh eat a little of that. Yeah, well that's what you are, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. The old Jew's picking on me. <laughs> Matt, what do you want to be? 
Well, I'm a Scientologist and uh, and oh, that's a good one. Oh God, no, that's a good. That? That's a good one to have. That's Boone. That is actually. A, I mean, we we don't have any Scientologists, son. Yeah, let's get a serial killer and you know. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We need everybody represented. Scientology, <laughs> Jews, Christians, Scientologists. We could have a hell of a. Pseudo intellectual. I also fit under that heading. Intellectual, Scientologist. No, 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 not intellectual, pseudo-intellectual. Oh. Oh, well, that's what we are. Um, yeah. Be a full intellectual. How, how has Scientology changed your life? Wow, that's pretty bo open. Um, saved my life. Let's just make it that simple. All right, well, we'll check. Um, Whenever we get into Scientology, we'll call you. <laughs> All right? I, yeah. I'm looking for a religion. Well, you know, if you're talking about Travolta or Cruz, because they've been coming up in the news recently, I might be able to answer questions on that. I actually used to work for the church a few years ago. Wow. So I have hey. a lot of insights that other people might not have. I do have a question, though. Aren't Scientologist chicks, like, really, really hot? Didn't yes. They? It's kind of like the Raelians. Remember the Raelians not too long ago? That I was... Met, no. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I met <laughs> that was one of their tenets. One of their tenets was that you needed to be beautiful. <laughs> That's not one of the tenets in Scientology. One of the tenets in Scientology is that you have to be responsible for your life. Nah, I'm not into that. I need you to be beautiful. That's more important to me. Hold on, yeah. Matt. We'll have everybody get your info, buddy. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Noodles. You there? Matt. No, this is Woody, man. Oh. Oh, Woody, what's up, buddy? Uh, How's where, it going? Where's your brother? Uh, he's sitting in the other room. <laughs> okay, tell your brother that he fulfills the, like, nerdy high school token. <laughs> a virgin. We we like. Yeah, he's a, he's our he's virgin correspondent. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. So remember, we already got your info, but this is what it's going to yeah. be. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Woody. Uh, all right. See ya. Tell him not to get laid. Yeah. If he gets laid, he's out. <laughs> then we have to fight. Like that's gonna happen. Then we have to fight a new virgin. <laughs> Andy, welcome into El Jefe Side Up. Yeah. Hi. I'm going to be the sexual intellect. Oh, <laughs> we got that handled. Thank you. Oh. Not the sexual intellect. <laughs> Yeah. Because I've had sex with two girls. Once. Two. When did the second happen? Oh, that's right. <laughs> you don't even remember. It was so short. I'm blowing the bit. 94 seconds. I'm blowing the bit. Yeah. Yeah. 97 seconds, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. He's back on the line. He's going to help. Uh, I guess we should. You know what? Hold, how long can you hold, Chad? Seriously. Hesse, J-Dub, you got a radio superstar mogul on the line, and you're going to put me on hold? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Chad Dukes. I love that. Yeah. Um, let's welcome back the creator of www.elhefe.tk. Yeah. Last time he was in here. Is that going to be the new thing? Yes. Yeah. 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 Welcome, <laughs> welcome JD into the house. JD, what's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. Now, you, you almost couldn't come in because your sister's going to be giving birth soon? Yeah, she she was due today, but uh, nothing yet. Was it spoons? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, tell her I'm not paying the child support. I'm not into it. Does she tan overly like you do? I gave her the hand. I haven't tanned in, like, a week. Really? <laughs> you, to the beach, man. Can I, can, I be, uh, can I be your towel head correspondent for the uh, show? Are you, uh, <laughs> can I be the towel head correspondent? If that's, I'm from Iraq. You're an Iraqi? Really? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Look at this, Tubbs. You had another Iraqi friend. You didn't even I know. know it. I feel so special. Well, let's ask you about Saddam real quick. I mean, you're uh, like, what part are you full the, Iraqi? The dusty part, the one with the sand. All right, come on. <laughs> are you a full Iraqi or what's going on? Actually, I'm not Iraqi. That's <laughs> oh. me. Sorry. You were really buying that, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing the whole time. I term Taliban. I, I, yeah, I know. I was just about to say I've never seen a gay Iraqi, and I was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? Aren't they Look all what he's doing. He's not putting his head down. I'm sorry. No, I think it's because he wants to protect that haircut he's got I going on. These don't work. Look at these. He's got the uh, spiked mohawk. No, they spin. They'll, they can put them on. <laughs> you see his hair? They go on Fidel's fat head. Um, it's worse than yours. I'll have to. <laughs> What's wrong with his hair? You don't You're... see the spiked mohawk going on? <laughs> Yeah. There we go. <laughs> he looks like the newborn babies that have just like, like one of the guys from Good Charlotte. Probably. He looks like a stegosaurus. <laughs> well, I'm glad you all are back in good spirits. <laughs> He's a stegosaurus. All right, Dub, spell stegosaurus. Please. Oh, God. Right. Why don't you? That's my new thing. Why don't you? Why don't you? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. All right, J.D., um, we brought you in a while back. You earned your hideout pass by creating, what, does Duke say he can't talk to us anymore? He's busy. Call him when ready. <laughs> a mogul. He's prepping for a show tomorrow night on HFS. <laughs> Synergy. I guarantee you he's not mentioning El Jefe's hideout. Here's Rage HFS. Against the Machine on 99.1. I mean, <laughs> what the hell do you got to prep? You read liners, dude. I feel like we're indebted to JD because he came up with the website. He was a cool guy. He created elhefe.tk, and um, I appreciate that, man. You've done a you've done a very good job with it. Take down the recap, though. Uh, I don't the recap. Who, yeah, I don't know who did the All recap. Right. Okay. God bless whoever did. They tried, <laughs> but they have to spell check. But we do, we do want snatch of the day. <laughs> Snatch of the day. All yeah. right. You know, just, you know, it can be panties or whatever, but there's got to be a snatch of the day. You know, and you've seen them before. You know, the, the babe of the day? Yeah. They have snatch of the day. Yeah. I, I, I prefer gash. Gash of the day. <laughs> <laughs> for, for what we've looked at so far, that's the best word to describe it, too. Yeah, nice 1985 reference. So, here's the thing. Tell us a little bit about yourself again. Uh, you're actually a very normal-looking guy. And what is your website? Is it hybridradio.net? Yeah, that's it. Okay, you got hybridradio.net, right? Yep. Spoon, put me on select two and turn my computer on. Okay. You know how you can turn on the computer? Uh, select your two. For the talent? Seven. Oh. Number seven. Yeah. On the other one, though, I think. Select your two. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. And you got to change it up there, remember? Because uh, here's what I want to do. I want to go to hybridradio.net. Now, don't everybody go at once. <laughs> I don't want to crash the website. <laughs> you got 16 seconds of delay to beat them. The thousands of people that are listening to this show all online, not calling in. Um, you actually have a demo online, don't you? Yeah. Can we Can we play it on the air? Yeah, sure. I've been told a thousand times that it sucks, but you know. Is it safe to play on the air? Is there, there's no phone calls or anything like that, is there? Uh, no. Fake okay. phone call, but that doesn't count. Give me your aspirations. Tell me how you even thought about getting into radio. Oh, I've I've been a fan of radio forever, and I've never been I've never stopped talking since the day I was born. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I like. You should to, start you know, now. I like to talk about AIDS, <laughs> and cancer. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you like to talk about AIDS and cancer? Yeah, I mean, I like, uh, it's, they're hot topics. I like to talk about AIDS, cancer, and, uh, <laughs> you know, bitches, hoes, whatever. Now, last time we had you talk up a record. Yeah. We had you talk up what? Chips? Chips. And as I recall, you dropped the N-bomb about seven times. Nigga? Yeah. Oh. That one. It's because I'm half black. And Iraqi. <laughs> half black and gay Iraqi. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't like that word being used by someone who isn't black. I don't even like it being used by someone who is black. All right. So try, so try to refrain. Uh-oh. Is it going to keep doing that? Yeah. You got to... <laughs> turn it off for a second until I tell you to turn it on. Everybody who's instant messaging me... Stop. Cut it out for a second and go to hybridradio.net. We're all going to listen to uh, JD's um, thing together. How do you spell hybrid? H-Y-B-R-I-D. <clears throat> Dubs, I was asking. Why don't you spell it? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! All right, so here it is, hybridradio.net. And uh, this is the home for JD. Now, you went to CSB, right? Right, yeah. Connecticut Schools of Broadcast? Yep. How the job offer's going? <laughs> Few and far between. Why especially, is that? Especially with the economy, how it is. Well, probably because they don't like my demo, and the uh, job economy sucks. Get your ass a job! Well, it's not so much that the economy sucks. Why? Am I, I'm trying to listen to your demo, and how come it won't let me? Should. On air, air check demo. Ah, uh, here we go. Okay, are you ready? Stop instant messaging me, guys. Cause you're you gonna, ready? You're gonna ruin. You're gonna ruin JD's air check. Cameron, I know you're probably listening to the show, so I want you to really evaluate the the quality and the product of JD right now. Okay. Uh, yes, I want to play it on Internet Explorer. It's going to give it a second for it to come up. All right, I'll take now remember, we're not all we're not all pros. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to happen. Yeah. So let's hear. Um, what, Let me have it. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to play it now. Can't get and now for something completely different. 93.7 WCSB. You're listening to the JD Show. 93.7 WCSB. This is JD. Thanks for joining me. Get your requests in now by calling 937 WCSB. And to kick off this hour, we have the new one from Madonna. It's from the new 007 movie that's out in theaters now, and it's called Die Another Day. On the hot spot, 93.7 WCSB. The hot spot. That's pretty good. That, that wasn't bad at all. That's good. That was ever clear with I Will Buy You a New Life from their 1997 follow-up album entitled So Much for the Afterglow. And next hour we'll have stuff from Better Than Ezra, Filter, Nickelback, Robbie Williams, and more. And in a few minutes I'll be taking the Good 13th sell. caller and you'll score yourself two front row tickets to see Weezer live at the Where'd MCI Center January from? 4th, courtesy of the hotspot, 93.7 WCSP. You're lying. That's the goal is the drink for Who won them? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. DC's leading crack station, 93.7 WCSP. <laughs> 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 number five. And after this next song, we're taking the 13th call to see who will score oh, you themselves all over tickets to see Weezer live and in concert yes, Saturday, January 4th at the MCI Center. Right now, here's a new one from Better Than Ezra on Hot 93.7 WCSP. I got a Not bad, man. Criminal by Alien Infirm on 93.7 WCSB. And congratulations to Garrison Paceworthy of Garrison Virginia one for scoring oh, himself some Weezer to you like live at the MCI Center Friday, June 14th. Okay. Garrison, are you on the phone? Hell yeah. Hell Garrison. What's the station that brings you the most I hits? I can't believe I'm the winner. All right, thank you. All right, thank you, Garrison. It's a great station. Thank you so much, Garrison. I never want any Here's Filter by request. This is a shotgun. 
Nickelback with their smash hit, How You Remind Me, on 93.7 WCSB. You can easily After work at break, HFS. we'll have Robbie Williams <laughs> and Kermit with Tri-State Weather on the hot spot, 93.7 WCSB. <laughs> I never listened to the three years of JD 937 WCSB. All right, I've heard enough. That's good, man. Look at you, brother. That's not bad at all. <laughs> I've redone it about a thousand times. And you're telling me you can't get a job because you have like production elements there. You got the whole thing. I have cool. too much production. That's that's the, that's one of the big problems I ever complained about. That I had too much production in there. I was gonna say not enough talk. And really, I have about a thousand different versions. I now. think it shows your personality. It gets a little confusing. It does. Like, is he back-selling or front-selling the song that's playing behind it? You know what I mean? You're like... I like how you said but DC, he should, DC's Crack Horse Station. DC's leading Crack Horse Station, 97 WCSP. Can we steal that for this show? <laughs> yes, sir. DC's <laughs> Crack Horse Radio Show, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I like that. Dubs, you think this kid's got a shot? Yeah! His his tape's better than my first one. <laughs> Yours just got off. Oh, it was horrible. I remember laughing at it. Yeah. I remember laughing at the last one you sent <laughs> <laughs> well, you're laughing. Oh, should I go get the thing that I sent to all the, all the radio stations? Nah, we don't have time no? for that. We need to, we oh. need to get J.D. a job. Okay. Right, here's what we've decided. I might give him an idea, though. We, Dubs and I, just celebrated our one-year anniversary from getting fired from the edge of Michigan. Oh, okay. Oddly enough, after this show, Cameron heard, we're probably going to get fired from here, too, tonight. Yeah. So what we're going to do is try to get you in the business so you can hire us soon. That's the way the business works. You're always trying to help each other out. Right. What I would like to do is find you a radio job. And how we're going to do it is right now we're going to call other radio stations. Okay. All right. We're going to call the other radio stations and see if the DJs are willing to listen to you talk up records live. Okay. So, example, Fidel, if you will come in here, please, sir. I want you to stand behind Spoon and call all of the radio stations on this list. <laughs> is there, are there any particular stations in town that you want to work for? Uh, WAVA, um, WGMS. <laughs> Those are the AVA the Christian station. Right I, would, I would love to work at WAVA. As a black Iraqi, that's where you want to work? Absolutely. <laughs> Shut up. You're such a jackass. Fidel, here are the phone numbers. Okay, Call them and tell them, hey, this is Fidel from El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Um, we have a buddy here who would like to audition for your show. And ask them if they want to be like our radio buddies and stuff like that. We want to make... Fr no. no, ask them off the air and ask them if they want to come on the air with us. Okay. Right, Which station are you going to call first? We should get like a hip-hop song ready to go. Did you pick out any hip-hop songs? Uh, I, not, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, Snow Informer. Is that uh, the one you want to talk oh, about? Yeah. Well, I put one in for him since he hadn't made up his mind after a little while. What do you got? Bobby Brown. Oh, cool. Which My one? prerogative. Oh, talk nice. That up. Uh, so call KYS. That's got an intro on it. Nice intro. All right. Dubs, what happened to you whenever uh, you got fired? Well, when I got fired, a few things happened to me. Um, I couldn't find a job forever, for one thing. And one of the uh, good interviews I got was in Detroit, which is a much bigger market than I was at before. So I went to uh, I went to this interview, and we went to go uh, go out to dinner first with the uh, music director, and then we went to uh, go see the White Stripes and the Strokes. So they're they're pampering me pretty good, and I figured I had a pretty good shot to get in here. So we went to dinner. Weren't talking that much radio. Went to the show. It was loud. We still didn't talk that much radio. By about the middle of the set, I realized that I am uh, not at an interview. 
I'm on a date with this guy. He's gay. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to be a radio personality, dude? Yeah. <laughs> no, because he wasn't even asking me about that. He was asking me, uh, you know, what I was doing for the rest of the night, if I wanted to go out to drink. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like I got like a 45-minute drive after this. I don't think I should be drinking. Oh, you can stay at my place. Oh, no Are you serious? Way. Yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. I'm like... That's so unprofessional. <laughs> no, it's not. You kidding me? I'm going to be doing that with a female intern at some point during the show. I got a question. I mean, that's, that's not normal. I mean, that's what Cameron did with me. Oh, oh it's okay. I know he's fond of you. Hey, well, you know, and that's and that's sweet ass. That's right, my nice tight blue jeans. Um, wow. So, at what point specifically? Was it that you figured out this was a date that you were on instead of an actual interview? Because here's how it kind of happened. I mean, it's odd that he didn't invite you in. Did he, like, invite you in to sit down and look at your resume together and stuff like that? Well, the station was actually in Canada, so there's a lot of problems with me going over the border for, like, actual uh, um, Interview? interviews and that kind of stuff. You have to go over and say, I'm going over to get a bite to eat and that kind of stuff because you have to have a permit to work over there. Mm. Right, or right. even interview over there. Okay. So, wow. so, what ends up happening then? Do you ever call the guy back? I talked to him on and off just because he he like would email me say my job search was going that kind of stuff. Not email him back like real short ones, but he was really bummed out when he found out I had a girlfriend. That's like one of the big indicators that wow, he's so, hoping to get some tonight. So, so there wasn't a second date. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a second, though. Let me get this. You're sitting there and you're talking. I'm trying to talk radio. You're talking? Like, what are you asking, like, about the radio station? I'm asking, you know, what kind of positions they have open, which I guess Missionary. there was none. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> right. Um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was just trying to see, you know, what I could be doing there. And... <laughs> Basically, the only thing I can do there is... Yeah. <laughs> what was the heartbreak and disappointment, though, in his face? Like, let's say we're having... Let's, let's reenact the conversation, okay? Okay. So, Jobs. I'm so glad we're going to go see the White Stripes later on. I was wondering, we had a position open, um, the missionary one, and I was just, I was wondering what it is that you think that you can bring to our radio station. Well, I was talking about how I was great at, uh, great at production, great at this, great at that. I, I have a kick-ass tape, and he heard it, and he loved it. Can you produce, uh, and, erections? And <laughs> he actually said this. Well, I'd like to get you in there and work directly underneath me. Uh, <laughs> he actually said that, and I thought you meant, you know, like, was that, you needed an assistant or something. Wait a second, so uh, was he hitting on you? Oh, kind of. Was that like a hint? I guess. I wasn't picking up on that hint at first because I wasn't, like, really... What did you wear that night? <laughs> I wore, you know, I wore decent clothes. I wasn't dressed up to, like... To the nines, I was dressed up in just a regular khakis and a button-up shirt. Oh, you were so you did get dressed up. Well, it was an interview. There was no oh, Jesus, what's up shirt that no. you're wearing. No. So, J Dubs, I noticed your microphone technique. Um, you want to practice, please? <laughs> I like to, I like to see people get their mouth right up to the microphone. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you act like this is the microphone? Remember, blow into the microphone hard. Did you Did you actually have the idea that okay, wait a second, this guy is gay? He's hitting on me, so now I'm going to drop the bomb about my girlfriend? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah, I, I just started talking about my girlfriend a whole lot. 
<laughs> and just wait. I've never seen the white stripes go on this long either. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Waiting for his hand across the plane onto my lap or something. Never happened, but... Like you're I've... playing gay chicken or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, not, did you ever, you, so you did chat with the guy again. He wondered about your job search, but never... Because I was so impressed with Dubs. After we got fired, we'd never know if we were going to work in the industry again. What's going on? He gets this call from this major market radio station, an alternative station. And... <laughs> alternative lifestyle station. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, man, good for you. This guy's taking an interest in you. I hope you get the job. And I heard you just stop talking about it one day, and you just reveal this, man. Yeah. I, I didn't tell anybody about it. Not even my girlfriend until a couple of weeks ago when I, when I was going to bring this up on the air. Did you did you feel dirty? Did you feel used? No, I just... Were you I, flattered? I was kind of flattered because the guy knew what I looked like, you know, because I, I, I met him at a concert before. <laughs> and that's how I actually got in touch with him in the first place. Like, you know, I, I talked to him at that show and everything. He's a cool guy, so I sent him my stuff before we got fired. Now, wait a second. You guys had Dashboard Confessional in common. You had the White Stripes in common. You should have known something was a little queer there. Well, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> gay, 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 You weren't going to go see gay, Elvis Costello gay. the next weekend, or what was that? The Cure wasn't coming back around? <laughs> that that should have been a hint for you. <laughs> what happened to Duran Duran? No Duran Duran? <laughs> hey, now. Uh, he was hungry like the wolf, yes. I'm sure he was. So that's that's how it was. That's how yeah, it was. I mean... I'm... <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody else when they thought they were doing something else and ended up being on a date with another man. I got to ask that. I, I, I don't know how common that is. I mean, I got to ask that. I mean, asked that on a date during an interview. I mean, did you really? This is my before radio. I mean, my guy. What what industry? Are you really stockbroker stuff? She sounds very confused. Cool. Oh, that <laughs> where got, from where? Tell us. DC 101. DC 101. Oh. Get a rock. Get a rock song ready for him. He can't talk up Bobby Brown. God's right. They don't want to put it on the air, but she's gonna have somebody come back to me. Well, no, they don't have to go on their air. They come on our air. Wow. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Look She's at you. still there, though? J.D., you want to just talk up like Manson or something? Or how about Tool? Yeah, I was trying to find Godsmack. Find something. Yeah, we, I got Tool over here. Hey, Spoon, yeah. look in the box. I think there's a Tool CD in there. Do you know everything about DC 101? <laughs> a little bit. See? Junkies. No. no. <laughs> you're right. I'm, you're right. right. <laughs> it's, a, it's HFS 101. <laughs> That's so funny. There, go, there goes his chances with all the infinity stations. <laughs> Chunky's in the morning, alternative rock all day. Elliot in the morning, alternative rock Elliot all day. Elliot doesn't count. It's the same thing. Trek one. Right. That gives him enough time to get out his personality. You, you all have like a candy bar or something? I'm hypoglycemic and I'm kind of like shaky. Are you Seriously, really? Dude? Yeah, sure. yeah, get him some sugar. Here, have, have a bite. Are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. I'm just shaky. I've been shaky since I was in there. Do you want me to chat with him? We're not playing a prank. Let me chat with him. Yeah. This, this is all awesome. Okay, hold on. No, no, hold on one second. No, hold on, yeah. Anybody got a single form so we can get them pop? We're not on the air yet. Hello? Is that DC 101? Oh, it's ARW? It's not DC 101. Are you there, ARW? It's your sister station. Hello? They hung up. Are you serious? Damn it, they hung up. They probably heard the, the... normal business out. No! After the fun is we're trying to make Saturday Night Radio buddies. JD, are you okay over there? I'm You're not cool. going to pass yeah. out? No, no, I'm not going to I know how hypoglycemic wor how hypoglycemia works. My ex-wife is hypoglycemic. Oh, okay. So I can, like, give you mouth-to-mouth -mouth and 
you know, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. On her. <laughs> call HFS. Let's call. Let's call HFS first, and then we'll call uh, Dukes. Because Dukes doesn't have any pool. Whoever's on the air has pool. Wait, does Dukes have? I mean, is he on the air now? No, he's not. Oh, okay. I was gonna say let's he'll be on the air it. in 24 hours oh. though with his HFS 101 show. Is that the wrong one? Oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Dubs, man. Now, you were hit on in an interview. No, I was asked out on a date. I was asked to a Capitals game. What? Now, I'm sorry. I, I got confused because I thought we had DC 101 on the line. It turns on ARW. <laughs> What's ARW? <laughs> Seriously. Another Infinity-owned station. Don't exactly. worry about it. We always say that, too, whenever we're in the meetings. Um, it's basically PGC and JFK carrying the load for the Infinity Group. L let me ask you, Punani. Guy or girl? Yeah, gal. Yeah. And she asked you out on the date. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be it wasn't. She wasn't giving the interview. I mean, it was for her position. She was the assistant to a couple of brokers. She was, didn't ask you out on a date. She asked you. No, no, no. She asked me out. I mean, really? she, at, at the end of the interview, she we're goes, talking about gay stories, though. No, I know. Well, hey, you know, I mean, I mean, unless it. she wanted something to strap on. But of course, <laughs> that's not a gay story. Well, I mean, getting back to my unless she had a dildo underneath her uh, her desk. It's you know, not a gay getting story. back to my predilection of uh, fat chicks. Of course, she was probably pushing about two hundred. Oh. So you know what the answer there was? Yes. No, man. This is back when I was uh, <laughs> I was about forty pounds lighter. So what do you, what do you get to say no to a date? Come on. I did, man. I was like, um, thanks, but no thanks. Hey, JD, that's that is my food. I mean, you know, I want you to be okay. Hey, Dude, well, man, he might go into well, anaphylactic shock or something. Hey. I'm a vegetarian now, okay? That's, that's all I live for. All right, the cool. that anyway, why the vegetarianism? I need you to lose weight, man. Mm. You see, why not try the ephedra? And why'd you give up the ephedra? This is, yeah. this is, I love that. This is sad when I've got a Gold's Gym t-shirt on and it's like fat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the gym is all stretched out because I'm a fat. I can't believe they let you wear it. <laughs> such a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, just, just more uh, promotion. JD, time. any gay stories? Let me ask you this. HFS yeah. has called back in 10 minutes. HFS had called back? And he'll go on the air with us. Really? Who is it over there? Did you know who was on the air? Call Dukes. <laughs> Call Dukes. We'll, we'll conference Dukes and whoever's at HFS. That way this guy knows it's for real. Yeah, All right. He's entertaining. He's busy. Yeah, sure he is. <laughs> we're kicking your ass, sister. Even with Punani's lame-ass hangman game, we were kicking your ass. <laughs> Maybe we should have him talk up Chevelle. That'd be the best one, too. Because that's all they play is yeah. Chevelle. I didn't have, I only have any Chevelle with me, though. God damn. What it is to burn. Chevelle 101. Chevelle 991. 99-1 Chevelle. <laughs> that's what they think off the station. The Chevelle 101. Spoon. Yeah. I asked you about this earlier this week. Oh. Gay story, bro. Oh man, I was hoping you wouldn't, you know, you yeah, like just get gonna... right past me. You know what? You know what's really gay? What? That mustache. <laughs> I see you. I can see that mustache. Am I giving off that Freddie Mercury vibe, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I could easily see that mustache on the other side of a glory hole. <laughs> Oh, man. Rubbing up a butt. Uh. All right, all right, all right. Wiping off with that the mustache. coming back next week. Getting all the extra little slops with the mustache. I was working. What? That says no, don't mention him. Why? Because you don't want to get fired. He's not going to get fired. Oh, God damn it, Dukes. All right. Well, like, the, like, the, like he didn't call in on the air already. Yeah. He's not going to get fired. It's synergy. Is he stupid? Yeah, he called him and was like, Chad, dude. I mean, he said his own name 20 times. He plugged his show on my show. Yeah. What don't, do you mean don't go on the hey, air with it? Don't mention me, guys. 
All right, well, we'll call, anyway, we'll, we'll dude. call each of us in 10 minutes. I was working in Bethesda, and I used to take the metro back and forth. Mm -hmm. Didn't have the car at the time. And uh, sitting on the metro, and there's this old guy, and, you know, he seems friendly enough, and he starts talking about, you know, he's got a house in the country. I'm not thinking anything of it. But you know how, like, some older guys, when they crack a joke, they'll, like, slap their knee or, like, give you a little punch or a little hit or a little tap, you know, to your belly or whatever, to your knee? This guy, he was probably 65, older white dude, always smiling. He, even when he was talking, he was, like, smiling. He was like, yeah, I got this, you know, cool place out in the country. It's really, I hate this city stuff, man. The metro sucks, you know. We take it all the time. I'm like, yeah, you know, I really want to get a house out there, too, man. I, like, you know, I don't mind to drive. I'll drive, man. This guy, he goes into his story and he starts cracking jokes. He puts his hand on my leg. I didn't even really think anything about it for a couple of seconds. He keeps it there. Five seconds, ten seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm getting a little freaked out. What the hell is going on? He keeps it there. Twenty seconds, thirty seconds. It's an older guy though, so I don't, you know, I don't want to be too rude. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? I'm gonna beat your ass, you know, because he's an older dude. But I suddenly realized this dude is trying to get me to come back to his little country home. Probably wants to have anal and cut me in the, you know, little pieces. I'm serious. I was on the metro freaking out. I'm like, I'm getting off the next stop. I'm, I'm getting off. So I, I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm you sure know what? You I would gotta be go. if you went back to that little home. Oh, yeah, plus man. Gordon. It freaked me out. Because you know, with older guys, you know, you don't really think about that right away. He had his hand firmly on my leg, like, you know, kind of caressing it. I'm like, this. This older guy, he's I'm doing gay. That, I'm doing that to J-Dubs right what, now. Oh, <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what he was doing, man. It freaked me out, bro. So what happened after you said yes? <laughs> and once you took bro, it on I the face. I got up and got the hell out of there. Once you took it on the face, did he call you? <laughs> did you get dinner for it? Spoon. That was nice. <laughs> Bend it, Spoon. Um, will you see who's on the snow line for me? I'm sure it's somebody calling saying that we can't talk about other radio stations. We're trying to find our buddy a job. Didn't we go through this already? We have, we have this covered. Yeah, we had this covered already. Kyle, welcome into El Jefe Sideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's happening, guys? What's up? Not much, man. I'm a good friend of JD's, actually. I went to school with him. Oh, really? Do you yeah, want hey, what's up, Kyle? Do you want any hey, words of encouragement? Words of encouragement? Yeah, man. He sounds like he's doing a good job right now. <laughs> Do you think so? Where are you working? Yeah. Right now, I'm actually uh, I'm trying to get uh, my radio gig started. But, uh, it's not quite working out just yet. But um, right now, I'm just kind of doing an interim job, you know, just trying to get the bills paid, things like that. Uh, like so many other people. Yeah, he was my radio partner on Hybrid Radio Live. Oh, was he yeah. really? Yeah, for one of the shows, yeah. Okay. But at CSB, we would always, you know, practice together. Are you, are you, talk are, show. Are you ready for him? Are you, are you ready to call HFS? Yeah, man. Do you yeah, think hey. he could get the job at HFS? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I do, too, man. I really think that you could get the gig over there. I don't yeah. see why you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. No, J.D. is like the greatest guy I know, I swear. All right, whatever. But hey, look, man. Uh, Stop at the verbal BJ. What up? <laughs> El Jefe. Yeah. Yeah, look. Okay, look. So you got J.D. as your little uh, half-Jew, half-black uh, Iraqi <laughs> token guy, right? Yeah. Can I be your uh, Canadian, French Canadian uh, token guy? No, no, because no, oh, you, we hate you. Dubs hates French Canadians. <laughs> so do I. We really aren't looking for that perspective. Oh, come on. If you want, die, die, die. If you want to come up here, so I can give you a European uppercut. 
<laughs> Maybe, Kyle. We'll see what we can do. Thanks, buddy. Kyle. All right. J JD, all right, here's what we'll do. Let's take a break, man, then go to... Oh, okay, you want to go in? Oh, we need to get commercial uh, yeah, break in? Yeah. All right, Dukes, are you there? I'm here, Cloudy. Even though you put me on hold for freaking 45 minutes. <laughs> All right, hey, man. We're going to have to take a break and put you on hold. <laughs> <laughs> you, understand, you understand I have people from HFS calling me, telling me I'm slumming coming into the hideout, but Dukes wants to support his family. Oh, oh you're wait, slumming. Wait a second, wait a second. Let's not even go there to <sighs> share. All right. <laughs> let's, yeah. not, let's not even pull that HFS 101. Okay, it's <laughs> the me, same station. Who called your show? Dukes is a fan of the hideout. I know. <laughs> I like you. I like you, too. But what how those numbers are going, you better be a fan of Bette Midler. Because that's what you're going to be playing. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you dropped. Dude, everybody just dropping bombs. All works no. for this station. What the hell? Three F-bombs tonight. And oh. You guys have to play your, your own dumb button guy like we do on our station. Yeah. Wow. All right. I tell you what. Are you, seriously, who else, who's on the air over at HFS now? Dude, I don't even know, man. They put us on for one hour a weekend. I know that we're sandwiched in between reruns of Love Line. What do you want from me? Oh, that's great. Hey, I tell you what. Uh, by the way, in case people are wondering, this isn't HFS. This is JFK. El Jefe's hideout. It's ridiculous. Don't sleep. But I got love for JFK. It's all the same big happy family. And it is. It's all owned by Mel Carmazan, our good buddy Mel Carmazan and Infinity Radio. Who are you, Jay Stevens Jr.? Actually, you know what? You are. <laughs> I think you are. Me? I think. Are you the look? I think. I think if you had money and a little bit more class, you'd be Jay Stevens. <laughs> I think that's who Spoon would be. You think he's that class? He is. He's a more good guy. Him. He doesn't. Oh, Spoon said that. I work for him. All right. Not, not me. Spoon. Yeah, I said it. I like you, Jay. I think you're a cool guy. Say it again. We're gonna take. I'm, hey, all right. We're gonna call you back. All right. We're gonna call you back. We're gonna get HFS on the line, and I want you to evaluate our buddy. All right. All right, where's Bob? All right, man. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> right, what, are you, what are you going to talk about on your Ask show? To, what are you going to talk about on your hour show tomorrow? Here's what I'm going to talk about. I'll talk about the fact that, that Cam Daddy, your boss, told me uh, specifically, don't be on the air on my station if you're going to be on the air at HFS. <laughs> I'm going to be going to the unemployment line after I'm on the hideout tonight. No, it doesn't matter. Cam yeah. loves you. You know what? If Cam has a bigger man crush uh, on anybody than me, it's Chad Dukes. Well, Cam Daddy's busy getting married and uh, planning his 14 kids at this point in his life. Yeah, did you hear? Hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's go out with uh, Cameron Gray's little kid as a DJ. And uh, ch check check this out, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll chat with you in a second. Word. Another day, another dog. He's my PDJ. All right, now, folks. I'm going to play some music. This guy sounds like JD's tape. Where's the end bomb? Sounds like a blackhead. I'm W. Okay, 206. 206. This is Kevin Gray, your DJ of the game reporting. He sounds like a pedophile even now. We should send that out for him sometime to stations. Another day, another dollar. Speaking of dollars. It's Cameron Gray, your DJ for the day. On W-A-L-K-206. We'll be back in a second. J.D., you're going to get a job at HFS when we get back. All right. Right now, it's 106.7, El Jefe's Hideout. 
WJFK. Radio people are afraid of automation. I say it's great because then you can take 20 and 30 minute naps. WWJFK. That's true. You get in the radio, you're hoping that they have an automated system so you can nap. Unlike here where they got carts. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I swear that laugh is more annoying than mine. El Jefe side out 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe spoon J Dubs Punani. I feel like I'm in an army commercial or a commercial. <clears throat> Maybe. Edric. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Welcome into the hideout. You wanted to, we we're taking tokens earlier. We're looking for token people that are going to be able to represent their specific race or their creed or whatever. What do you want to represent? How about an atheist intellectual Latino high school who's in the loop? That's me, man. That was complete. You. That was me in high school. Atheist, intellectual, in the loop. Yes, <laughs> uh, come on. This is me like 10 years ago. This is like the Twilight Zone. I'm talking a little me. Well, exactly, you know. Little me. Time. What's his name? Little me. How much are you uh, punching the clown? Oh, oh, well. You know, I I didn't punch it all through high school. I did not punch it once all through high school. I didn't either. Really? Yeah, honest. You know, it freaked me out. The the one time that I did it when I was in middle school, the DuckTales, it freaked freaked me out so much I didn't touch it again until a girl would touch it for me. (laughs) Ducktails, the woo. That's when I finished right there. The woo. That's what it sounded like. Hey, Edric. Um, you know what? We may actually, uh, we may do that. Email me your information at ejhideout at yahoo dot com. All right, buddy. I know it. All right, man. I see it. El Jefe's the hideout. You're on the air. Hello. Oh no, go. What's up, Dubs? Nah, nothing. Well, all right, JD. Are you ready? Uh, I'm as ready as I'm gonna be tonight. Do you want? How about one practice run? Before we try to get any of these, we can't get any of these stations on the air. Your uh, Fredericksburg station has an automated request. Oh, see. (laughs) You know, that's the only thing about doing this. Maybe maybe you should leave a message for him then. That's the only thing about doing this bit so late at night. He's got a good idea. Well, we still can't. can't That's no fun. Yeah, we wanted to talk to somebody to tell JD how much he sucked. That's the, the ramp-up to the bit. You seem scared, so it's HFS. God damn it, man. And all these, nobody's at DC 101, nobody's at 104. 104, I saw, had a job opening. You can't get one, huh? No, nah, not even with Burke Allen, so. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> all right, well, we'll have to go through Dukes then. Isn't that sad? Last case scenario. Yeah. Chad, Chad Dukes. <laughs> That's the fallback. So you, you want to give him a practice Let's run Let's give here? you one practice run before we call Dukes, okay? You right. ready? Now, yep. you're going to... Well, hold on a second. Wait, wait, stop it. You're going to be talking up Tool. Name of the song is Stink Fist. And remember that you're talking it up for... Uh, yeah, how long is the intro? Yeah, give him the intro. I don't know. Just go with it. Just go with it. you got to feel it. you got to feel when it's about to start. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's rock and roll. It's not like you have to hit the post, Okay. Don't drop the end bomb. All right. That does, All right. That does no good. All right. All right. That's not helping anybody get a job. All right. All right. Except it helped dogs. All right. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Point at him. Point at, point at Spoon when you're ready to go. Cameron, if you're listening to this, you may have some future talent here. All right? <laughs> that's, that's way future. Somebody to run the colon show. <laughs> You're right, big guy. All right, I guess. All right, go. 106.7 WGFT. We rock so bad. 
This is JD with you. It's uh, like 83 outside or something like that. And uh, right now, we're just going to play you a little bit of Tool. We're going to rock out because we're so hardcore. We're so mad crazy. HFs! <laughs> yeah! All right, stop it. All right, stop it. Did you ever say Tool in the name of the Yeah, yeah. Okay. You didn't say Stink Fist. You started out as 106.7 WJFK, yeah. and you ended it as HFS. Yeah. Now, it would have been funny if you started as DC 101 and ended <laughs> as HFS. That would have worked. <laughs> um, wow, man. All right, Dukes, you're listening. Call us. Um, I want you to evaluate. Now, are you taking us seriously? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the thing is, I, I've never been good with the, uh, the, radio, the music radio. Talk, talk is more my thing. I know I got to go through this this channel to get to talk, but it sounds like you're putting on a voice. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is, you didn't know this, but we printed out a lot of uh, jobs for you, and we're sending actually this air check to those stations, trying to get you a job. This air check. This air check. So you better take it a little more seriously. From this uh, job, we already have it. We're going to put together these clips, like from the one when you were talking up chips. We got oh, that no, one. No, no. We, also, we also got the one where you called in and you dropped the in bomb there. <laughs> we have this last one, and now we're gonna do this one. Okay. All right. So you ready? Yeah. You ready to take it? Serious? I'm doing what I can. I'll give you. I'll give you one more practice run. Before. It, uh, where is Fidel? Fidel, get uh, Dukes on the line. Get Dukes on the line. Actually, you know what? I think I can call him from here. Let me try this. Let's see if this works. Seven zero three <laughs> nine. Uh, 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 uh. Take it off. Actually, we got to. We got to get his permission. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> Even if it's him, we still gotta get his permission. Hell yeah, Chad Dukes put me in. Chad Dukes. <laughs> so. What, what's going through your head right now? Are you trying to Are you trying to think of stuff to? Yeah, I am. Actually, yeah, I am. I can see your eyes yeah. wandering. I'm like looking at the time, saying, "Okay, I could say it's." Right, uh, well, I can't on. even read the damn. Hold on. Clock. All right, here we go. <laughs> you there, Dukes? Hello, hold you tool bag, and you're calling me. <laughs> yeah, now he's in a good mood for this. I didn't realize. All right. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. I have a one-hour show. I'm calling another radio station. I'm playing Hyundai and Dubs and throwing me under the bus. <laughs> I really am. I'm trying to have a, a good night in the barrio here. Stepping for my show at midnight on WHFS, silly alt-rocker in Washington, D.C., Baltimore. Yeah, 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 whatever. <clears throat> All right. Two shared dukes, are you ready? I'll try not to drop the F-bomb, yeah. Okay. J.D. is here, and list, tell me if he's got HFS material. I'm ready. I'm listening. All right. Go, J.D. 99.1 HFS is J.D. It is almost 1 a.m., and it's like 83 degrees outside or something like that. But right now we have Tool with Stinkfist on the hottest radio station in D.C. 99.1 HFS. Yeah! That was smooth! All right, that's good. <laughs> the Dukes that, laugh. That is... That's exactly what I want to hear. Um, all right, man. What do you think, Dukes? Does this boy here have a uh, a future in radio? Because I'm sure you'll get fired. He can run the replays of uh, Love Line. <laughs> and, and then spins the system of a down in Chevelle 15 times. I got to be honest. I thought he was a eunuch the first time I started listening to your guys' show. But J.D.'s 10 is all right. I think he's hitting right over. Now, who can we fire over there? 
Just so he could introduce Chevelle at the next HF Festival. It's a lock. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is, J.D. Now, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to cut up this demo. We're going to send it to you, and can you give it to whoever's in charge over there? I'm giving it to you, but guys, seriously, when Cam Daddy, like, hotlines you guys, or when you ever, you give me a tape, just edit out my voice, seriously, because he took me aside, he's like, I don't want you on my station as long as you're at another station. I don't want you guys killing my, crushing my radio career. <laughs> I tell you what, it is. hey, if we're going down, we're taking you with us. How many hogs have you guys had to smoke to get on the radio? I mean, I know my love for that chap lips, dude, seriously. Um, here's the thing, man, seriously, if you get fired... Yeah. I don't want you to call me. <laughs> no, I'm calling you, and I'm not, you're not spitting in my face. I'm coming into the hideout, and I'm going to have a white name like Chad. You're... I'm not going to get any sort of Latin dictator name like you give everybody. All right, man. You've earned your hideout pass, Fidel. Um, get uh, Chad Dukes there. Get his resume, because I'm sure he's not going to have a job I'm tomorrow. Your, I'm a fan of your show, Donkey. I root for you. Hey, don't do that donkey guys. stuff here. Come oh, on. That's God. HFS. No. All right. They're on your station. You know they're on your station. Stop trying to hide it. I know. I know that. This is real radio in the hideout. Other, other shows on your station try and just move on, but the hideout is real. Listen to him. All right. Thanks for cutting the promo for us. <laughs> Ted Dukes is And you're out. <laughs> you're fired. That's a poser. Well, congratulations, uh, J.D. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I I'm sorry we couldn't get any more auditions for you. No, this was fun. You know what's sad, though, about this is that there are so many other stations in town there aren't people that are really running those stations you know what i mean it's like computers and stuff yeah like all of them are automated do you realize right now we're competing a, a bunch of uh, uh, against a bunch of computers and the way punani's segment went earlier they're beating us <laughs> those computers kicked our ass. <laughs> uh, jd anything else that you would like to i want to i'll get a couple things for the website that i'm going to email you like okay. some, some links that yeah. i want to put up good secondly though i also i need you on the front page when we get our first billboard i want i want our billboard to say this and it's copywritten so no other dukes don't steal this for your midnight show. I want our billboard to say this. You know how it's an acronym? Okay. Can't undermine natural talent. All right. I need the C real big. I need the U real big. Okay. I need the... The rest of it real big. Real big. I need a real big C up there. Real big U up there. All right. All right. So can't... Undermine natural talent, El Jefe's hideout. That's great. You understand it? Yeah. All right, brother. Well, congratulations. All right. Standing ovation for JD. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, buddy. All right, before I go, can I just say one thing? Yeah, you betcha. Peace to AIDS, cancer, and SARS. <laughs> Thank you. Anything for your homies? No. No. No, come nothing. on. No, nothing for your homies. <laughs> All right. Nothing for your homies. All right. Seriously. Um, Spoon, go ahead and get CD3 track, uh, track two, track three ready. Set for Spoon on sports. Um, again, brother, congratulations, man. I appreciate it. Make sure Fidel sees you out. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. That poor guy. I feel bad for him. I just feel bad that we couldn't get anybody on the air because I really think legitimately that we could have gotten him a radio job. So now it's time for Spoon on sports. Now, now. Spoon on sports only for LFA's hideout.
Now, of course, the big talk all week long has been about Kobe Bryant's phone. Right. Last night he held a press conference. Yeah. Let's let's hear a little bit of that. All right. Yeah, we got some of that right here. And where is it? Ta-da. What a great radio. What, what a big pussy he is. I'm innocent. You know, I didn't force her to do anything. Now, I guess before we go any further, just in case there are people that have been living under a rock, Kobe Bryant has been accused of sexual assault in Denver, Colorado. So here he is, you know, protesting that he uh, he's okay and he didn't do anything. Against their will. I'm innocent. <laughs> no. I just love to see this guy in pain. You know, sit here in front of you guys. <laughs> I'm furious at myself. We're getting caught. Disgusted at myself. Panani should be for making a mistake of adultery. Bad. Yeah, I love my wife with all my heart. That's the girl. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. My backbone. Come on. Come on. You're a blessing. I'm going to give the same speech to Panani. You're my heart. You're the air I breathe. Panani, you're the air I breathe. Where's wind, uh, wind's be- wind beneath my wings? Come on. Get a fat I live off of. You're the strongest person I know. Man, I'm so sorry. I got caught. For having to put you through this, for having to put our family through this. We have a lot at stake. I have a lot at stake, and that's not just, has nothing to do with the game of basketball. It has nothing steak. to do with endorsements. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, not at all. This is about us. This is about our family. And, uh, they falsely accused of something. It's been, uh. Stop that bitch and shut up! Stop that! I'm innocent. He's innocent. Oh, you crybaby dude. (sighs) If you're so innocent, man. Here's the thing. I don't want to get into it because I know that our boys, the phenoms, are probably going to delve into it wholeheartedly. One question that I want to ask you guys. Are you guys more apt to believe the superstar or the victim in general? In general, usually the victim. Are you really? Yeah. Now, is it only when the superstar is black? No. Uh, No. (laughs) Usually the... (laughs) Stop. Stop it. Definitely, Definitely the victim. In this case... You can't, I'm very surprised by that. No, I mean, first of all, I mean, what really kills me about this whole thing, as good-looking as his wife is, 
What is he doing slapping with some 19-year-old hoe bag, man? I mean, well, he, we don't know that. You know, we, well, we no. Know he goes right. up to his room. Well, just, we don't know that she's a hoe bag. Oh, oh, well. You know what I mean? But still, I mean, it doesn't I mean you can't call a rape victim a hoe bag. I don't forgive him. They just met. <laughs> I don't forgive him because, man, he has got one of the hottest-looking wives well, around. I want to get to that in a second. You yeah. do bring up a good point. I just wanted to first answer the first question, though, whether or not you're more apt to believe the victim or the superstar. Spoon? I'm sure you've been in this place before. <sighs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You know, each, each case is different for me. Like with Mike Tyson, I'm like, oh, come on, Mike. Give it up, man. Nobody thinks you're freaking innocent. With this, I don't know. The, the thing about it is he's admitting it. That's pretty smart. That's a smart play. He's totally admitting they had sex, you know. And uh, he's stepping up and say, okay, yeah, we had sex, but I didn't force her to do anything she didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. And that kind of impressed me. I mean, it would have impressed me if you said it two weeks ago. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I am uh, I'm probably more apt to believe the superstar. And it's one of those things, man, where you just, if, when you're in the limelight, you wonder. I think it's about time we start believing the victim, and I'm not saying that I don't disbelieve this victim, but I'm saying that usually people believe the superstar because he's got a lot of money, he's got a hot wife. Why would he go and try to rape somebody? That's what everybody was saying about Tyson. We all look like asses now. We didn't know how crazy Tyson was this. Everybody was saying the same thing. Man, why would he have to rape some chick? He's got a ton of money. You know, he's, he's Mike Tyson. He don't have to rape nobody. Well, obviously, he's a psycho. Oh, yeah. It turns out, hey, you know what? I guess the chick probably was right. In most cases, I do believe the victim, but in this case, I don't. For the pure fact that I think she, she's an attention hog from what I've heard about her. And then her friends were all... What? Well, for the, she went on, uh, tried to get on American Idol and all this kind of stuff. Just, well, that doesn't mean... No, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything, but in my estimation, that's what it leads to to me. You know, that, that she is an attention hog and kind of, uh, she, she's an opportunist. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, fair enough. I, That's I mean, just what I think. You know? Yes. Yeah. She's actually went on the record as saying that she would do anything to get into the business. Literally would do anything. Okay, yeah. But hello. I'm just saying. Getting and accusing of rape is the absolute last thing that you can do to get into any business. Because you know what? It gets your name out there, though. No, it doesn't. Nobody, so, nobody's going to touch you with a 10-foot pole because they're going to think, oh, man, she's going to try rape. Kobe's going to get her on uh, American Idol or whatever it is. I mean, he holds the, no, she was just, the big Hollywood key. You're basically blackballing yourself because even, let's say, if that is out, <laughs> stop. You're, 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 you're saying all these things. That I've got so many jokes running through my head, but I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> so go black, back to blackballing her. All right? With 10-foot poles. Sorry, I can see that. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, though, that's not the way that you break into the business by accusing people of rape. Otherwise, J.D. could have already had a radio gig. You know what I mean? That's just not the way it happens. I was going to say, HFS might hire. So. Stop, stop. Oh, oh, oh. Come on. 1-800-636-1067. Well, I'll tell you this. Guilty or not, um, it, he did admit that he slept with the chick at the very least. And, Punani, this is what you were touching on earlier. Ladies, this just goes to show you, it doesn't matter how hot you are. Because his chick is hot. This chick is very, very hot. Yeah, that didn't... But so was the chick that Billy Joel was banging, or whoever. All these ugly guys that have hot chicks, 
You get tired of him at some point and you start looking for strange. He's only been married for, what, ten months? And he's already looking for strange. I don't care how hot you are, ladies. Your man is looking and scoping for strange. That's right. And do you think this is the first time he's cheated? I mean, come on. That was my question. I mean, you, you don't get caught your first time. Well, I think there was an unspoken rule there that she knew about it because well, she's, not, she's not leaving him. She's not leaving him, and no, any normal woman would. Would you leave that cash cow? Exactly. You're going to take half. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't leave. Yeah. yeah you exactly. got all. You got all of it. I would leave. If I, I would leave if I think he's going to jail. This is great. Um, this is the exact reason why I wanted our token blacks and Jews and women. Earlier, we dubbed her the token white skinny chick. And she's petite. petite chick, Nicole, yeah. providing the women's perspective on the rape issue. Welcome into I'll Have a Side Out again. Go ahead, babe. I can just be the token white girl in general, you know? That's okay. I cover all the bases of white girls. What's yeah. What? what do you think, token white girl? I've seen both sides. I've seen girls that have cried rape when I knew darn good and well they hadn't been. And so I, I think that because of, of... I think he was totally dumb, but I... My thought would be, and I dreadful to say being female, but I know a lot of girls that cried rape when they weren't. And I thought that was really ugly and repulsive. Why does that happen, though? Stop, Spoon. Why does that happen? Why would you cry rape? For what point? What is, how does that get you ahead? It gets you attention. It gets a lot of people concerned about you. It gets you, if you're, not, if you're insecure inside and you want to be more than you are, um, it gets... That's why I do a radio show. And people care about you then. Yeah. It's not getting Police, it. prosecutors, bosses, every, all of a sudden you're, you know, you're important. Let me tell, ask you, Alape, um, if you didn't get this radio show, would you have cried rape? <laughs> After what Cameron did to me? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Shut up. Um, how old are you, token white girl? Ageless. Oh, jeez. That's okay. We well, that means over 35, I'm covering all the white females. So I have to be ageless. I, I appreciate that, honey. Uh, thank you for calling in right. with a female Goodbye. perspective. There and you don't go. treat her like that because she's our token white chick, Spoon. Uh, El Jefe side out. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? Hey, man, I just want to tell you to get this pig off the air, dude. She doesn't know crap, man. What, why, do you, why would you call her token white chick a pig? Come on. Oh, token white chick. You mean, like, calling rape is acceptable? I mean, you got to... She didn't say rape was acceptable, did she? She didn't say rape was acceptable. No, Thanks, buddy. Not. I don't think anybody's saying that rape is acceptable. No. Is said. getting strange acceptable, though? Yeah. It depends on the relationship. I um, I said that too while I was married. Apparently not. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it surprised me what a bitch he was during this whole press conference, though, man. I'm like, look, I'm Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I cheated. You're going to leave? I didn't think so. Next question. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I got all this money. I'm the best player in the NBA. You want to leave? I didn't think so. Bring in the uh, phenoms, if you would, please, Fidel, because I have to ask them something else basketball-related. I don't want to talk too much and dwell too much on this. Maybe, Punani, you see if you can find the phenoms, because I think uh, Fidel may be answering the phones. 1-800-636-1067. All right, while he's doing that, man, you got to be a little upset. I'm sorry. I didn't... Go ahead and get the numbers out there. That's okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. You don't need them. What am I upset about? <laughs> you are upset because Tex Shram... Oh, yeah. ...is dead. 
That's true. Our Dallas Cowboy fan over here, El Jefe. Who was Tex Ram again? <laughs> It was the Cowboys' owner for about 40 years. Oh, yeah, that guy. Age 83 turned them into the team that they were, which all Redskin fans hated. And I actually went out and interviewed a few Redskin fans. Actually, it was more than a few. Did you really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like a whole group of people, man. And, you know, I was like, so how do you all feel about Tex Schramm dying, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys? And you know what they said? That was, that was one group. I'm like, geez, y'all are sick. The other group was like, <laughs> so that's how DC feels. All right, we don't give a damn. Well, thank you. Thank you for rubbing it in. Some old man's dead, and you're cheering and laughing about it. I'm gonna be so happy when you die, Punani. You have no idea. All right, guys. The Phenoms, welcome in the Phenoms. Yeah, thank you. Phenoms will be on after us. I appreciate the round of applause, guys. You betcha. Big fan of the show. You got me home safely last weekend. I appreciate thank you. that. Thank you. I got a question for you. Okay. I'm going to pass this around. Everybody, anybody look at the new HF, uh, uh, <laughs> FHM? <laughs> I've, I've taken a look at it. Who's that on the cover there? I don't know. She's... Leanne Tweed. Is that, is that who it is? She's a hottie. Oh, she's, she is. She's good. I could see, like... Like a like a little like waiting pool of my love there in her belly button. That's what I'm looking at. Imagine. You know, with all these hot chicks and all the magazine covers on all the stands across the nation, I figure one of them, just one of them, has to like me. <laughs> Keep holding on to that dream like Punani. Just like Punani wishes there aren't fat chicks on the internet, you can wish that too. Here's the thing, guys. There's a big expose on the Dallas Mavericks cheerleaders. Okay. And you can look at them and actually ask them questions about whether or not they know, like, who Dirk Nowitzki is and stuff like this. Look at Jennifer Swift, 27-year-old apartment leasing agent. Her favorite Maverick is Michael Finley. Um, she knows there are 24 seconds on a shot clock. Mm -hmm. But look at this little skank. Check that out. She's got the blonde hair. Cut short, which I like. Look at her belly is just like soft and slim. She's going shirtless with, you know, like her hands covering her boobs. Mm -hmm. You see how that is? She, got, she has a sexy little uh, belly button ring there, too. A sexy belly button ring. Here's the best thing about it, though. She's wearing the Dallas Mavericks boxers that are like rolled down to where you could, like if she wasn't shaved, you could see her hair. Now, where did she get those? Michael Finley, you think? Probably. I wouldn't doubt or it. Or Cuban. I got to ask you guys. I want to know, is this queer? Okay. okay. <laughs> the phenom, phenoms are going to answer the question, is this queer? Would it be queer if I was banging a white chick? Um, can you say from behind? Yeah. From behind with a Dirk Nowitzki jersey on. Is that, <laughs> is that gay? She's wearing the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's wearing the oh, dirt. She's wearing it, and like I, she's she's bending it, and the big 41 staring back at me while I'm hitting. Hey, look, if she looks like this, she can wear whatever she wants. It, that's not that's gay right. though. That's, that's not, not gay. gay. Well, it, I think it all depends on what you're actually mentally picturing. Yeah. Because I think we all here have been like you know messing around with a chick, 
and we picture somebody else. Have anyone ever done that? Yeah, we've done uh, oh, like, all to, time. To, to try to prolong it, you yeah. you, <laughs> you picture like whatever happened, and yeah, or you picture someone just a lot hotter because you know. So you can finish exactly because you're yeah. banging the same old thing. So, so it's not it's not gay unless you're picturing Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. You don't want to picture that seven foot German. <laughs> if you're thinking about him like dropping thirty on the Jazz the night I'm before, then that's gay. Right. <laughs> I think I'm at half mass right now looking at her. Isn't she hot? Look at the other two. The other two are pigs compared but to her. But the thing is, he's half masked when he looks at Dirk. So. No. Yes. I have, a, I have a buddy of mine who's a huge Red Wings fan, mm -hmm. and he loves to bang his chick when she has a, uh, an Iserman jersey on. <laughs> that's a little queer, is that, it not? Yeah, that is kind of If you make it a routine, if it's like, you know, once in a blue moon. Now, here's okay. the thing. I don't think it's gay if she's facing you, and it's like the missionary um, type right. situation. Right. But I think if it's doggy... And she's bending it, and that jersey is just hocked up just a little bit, so where you can see some ass, uh -huh. and just, you know, bent there. I think that's a little. Maybe tough. that is gay, because why would she have anything on? Unless you have, like, a weird fetish. I mean, all you're seeing is some white skin and the Nowitzki 41. Well, maybe that what do you think you're doing and thinking about? Plus, he has long blonde hair himself. Exactly. Uh, and maybe that makes the girl hot. The more I think about it, the gayer it is. Of course it is. No, but if, if a girl's wearing a Michael Jordan jersey, I would have no problem. Now, if she's a white girl, but if she's a bald black chick, mm -hmm. <laughs> then it could be gay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Did you realize uh, FHM gave her a B plus? Really? Yeah. What's an A? Who's an A? Yeah, well, yeah, really. have an a right here. No, I think that was on her grade of knowing basketball. Uh, oh, it's well. not on her looks. Uh, One of them failed, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they have an A minus, a B, B plus. So anyway, I just wanted to get your perspective. What do you guys got coming up on the show this evening? Uh, we're going to talk a lot of Kobe Bryant to start off the show and that, whore, that whole uh, ordeal. You said whore! <laughs> that was subconscious. Whoa, look out now. Uh, that was, you know, this is probably the biggest, uh, you know, sports criminal story since O.J. Simpson, if you think about it. I would assume so. Uh, what do you think, real quick? Is he is he guilty? I, I, I honestly, up in there, I have no idea. I went on there last last week saying guilty is sin. I'll, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I always said he's shady. Such a weird situation. You know the best news about this? It's going to take at least four to six months for the trial. He's out. For a good chunk of the season, at the playoff time though. Mm, I, is that for certain? Oh, they're gonna work something out with that no. man. I no. guarantee you they will. He has the best lawyers money can buy. You no, know, he he's already said he's not pleading out. But it might not make it to court still. He said he's not pleading out. That's yeah, the only way. It still might not make it to court. If they if they find some tampering of the evidence, it won't make it to court. And it's not gonna happen. He's going or, to trial. Or the, the or a plea bargain, or, or he just writes her a check. He's oh. not going to plead. Yeah, that chick may say, you know what? I don't want to go through this whole thing. Let's just settle this real quick. Yeah. Don't I don't this. think you can settle rape. You can't, though. You that's can a, drop charges. That's a civil she suit. Drop, she I, can drop her charges, but then sue him civilly. Yeah. Right? She's not going to drop the yeah. charges, though. I'm yeah. telling you. It's not going to happen. All right. Well, we'll save most yeah. of this. With a million dollars looking you in the face, you might <laughs> drop the charges. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would drop the charges. Well, for a million dollars, I'd take it from Punani right now. <laughs> so you get a million bucks, and you've done Kobe Bryant. I mean, you made out. You're, that's a double win. What's that, heaven for you? <laughs> what, you want to? <laughs> you can die now, and you're fine. Uh, I can see you. Uh, <laughs> well, no, hey, if it was Carmen Electra a million bucks, I'll let her rape me, and then uh, I'll take a million bucks as well. <laughs> I can see you kissing Brett there with his Kobe 8 jersey on. <laughs> I can see that going on about 345 tonight. All right, guys, thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Phenom's hey, coming oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
We want to play fantasy football with these guys, right? Yeah. yeah this season? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? I'm out. I'm not, I don't care about football. Uh, no? Oh, what? Oh, come on. No matter what, it gets you yeah, into maybe. football. It does. You'll, you'll start like liking the third string yeah. receiver on the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, dude. You'll be watching every game like it's the last. I gotta work Redskins this year. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to enjoy the games. Yeah, you will. That's true. How much money are we putting in? You won't. It depends. What are you guys gonna put up? Twenty ahead. I was figuring fifty. Look at I can do fifty. How are you breaking the roll with... <laughs> You owe me about a hundred dollars. You break the stakes. I gave you a TV. He looks like a degenerate gambler, by oh, the way. His license plate is doubled down. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, fellas. We'll see you guys. There they are, the phenoms. For a second. Love them. Oh yeah, go ahead. Eat it right now. Yeah. All right. Don't get it all sticky. All right, all right. She is hot though, isn't she? Yeah. I swear I'd bang her with a Novitski jersey on. I don't care if it is gay, because I'm getting that. Right, Punani? You're getting Novinsky? <laughs> at this point, whatever. It's been 97 seconds all year. Eins. I'll deal with, any, with any kind of touch. <laughs> Shut up. Do <laughs> you have anything else you want to do with sports? Uh, no, I gave my two stories, man. Okay. Let, well, let's go on to uh, El Jefe's headlines. El Jefe's headlines. We do have an open for that. Yeah, what is it? CD3 track one. Okay. Uh, I got some good stories, guys. I'm actually... We didn't ever get a token black, did we? No. 1-800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Has anyone here been a waiter or a waitress? What number? Um, as soon as you're ready to go. Track three, man. I've, I've worked on tips, oh, track. but I've never. Track one. Track yeah, one. that's one. Yeah. LFA's Washington 106.7 WJFK. Very controversial study out from Cornell University, actually. It actually legitimizes it just a little bit. It's the School of Hotel Administration. A new study says waiters and waitresses feel that black Americans generally tip less than restaurant, uh, as restaurant diners, than white people do. The uh, study found that blacks tip on average 20% less than whites. In addition, it also shows that restaurant workers of all races uh, dislike waiting on black people because they assume the tips are going to be less no matter how good the service is. 63% of blacks and 30% of whites didn't even understand that the typical restaurant tip in the United States is between 15 and 20%. Anybody here ever been a waiter or a waitress? I've never been a waiter or a waitress, but I've worked on tips as a delivery driver. Now, this was in Fowlerville. Yeah, but I, uh, only black people we had in Fowlerville. There's one that lived out in one of the trailer parks. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. There was one that lived over in the trailer parks, and then we had a hotel there where, like, you know, people passing through would stay. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, the one that stayed at the trailer park, hell of a tipper. And every time we went to the uh, hotel and there'd be a black person there, I always got tipped pretty well. I don't... And I'd always get, this is what pisses me off. When you go to some redneck's house and they send their kid to the door with a check for the exact amount oh. so they don't have to face you and the kid's too stupid to realize that he's, his dad's being a dick. Now, do you think this is more than, like, racially, it's more about socioeconomic class? That, you know, it just it happens to be that black people tend to live in poor neighborhoods, tend to have less disposable income, and because of that, tips don't become readily available. Uh, what do you think, Punani? No, I, I think that's probably the big thing about it. I don't, think I, but I'm surprised by it because uh, I mean I, maybe it's just me stereotyping, mm -hmm. but I just always got the feeling that black guys or black men and women 
or just more giving. I mean, that's, I, again, that's a stereotype. I just don't know. I mean, it's just kind of weird. On average, they say the tip from a black customer is 13%. They're very giving. Ask Kobe Bryant. Oh. <laughs> average black customer. You could give a nice tip, didn't they? <laughs> tips 13%. White customer, 16.5% of the bill. Um, they say it's probably like uh, cultural elements. Blacks have avoided sit-down restaurants in favor of takeout or self-service eateries. Institutionalized racism that exists in the restaurant industry may uh, be doing this. I, here's what I say. I know you guys aren't a big fan of reparations, and I'm, I'm being serious when I say this, though. I'd like to start some sort of, like, a movement. I'd like, this, I'd like to do, have this show do something positive, if at least nothing else, to the listeners right now that are listening. And I'll probably bring this up more and more. February, Black History Month, okay? This country, no matter how much they use and abuse the blacks, they're not ever going to give reparations. Even God at, bless Martin Luther King. Even at this point... You know what I mean? Even at this point, it's almost who do you single out to give reparations to? You just can't do it. Here's a good way that I think we can give some sort of reparations. Uh-oh, look out. Brian. Yo. Hey, you going to be our token black guy? Oh, yeah. Kick ass, brother. Tell me what you think about this. Now, are you really black? Yeah. Spoon, do you want to quiz him real quick? Yeah, I'll quiz him. Go ahead. All right, brother. Go ahead. What does uh, bumping mean? Bumping? Yeah. Depends if you're having sex, or you dance. How old are you? Me? 19. All right. He, 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 that's an older term. I believe, yeah. All right, yeah, he's black. Enough with you and your 1984 references. <laughs> so here's what I say we do. All right, Brian, let me know. If what are just... parachute pants? I think, I, I think <laughs> no, for, the, for, the, for the month of February, All right. here's what we do. I say as a form of reparations, and I'm not joking about this, I say that if you have a black person who waits on you just during the month, you tip at least 50% just during that month. If a black person waits on you. Vice versa. I'm not going out to eat. Wait a second. Hey, come on. <laughs> Vice versa. If you're a black, if um, you're like a black family that goes to dinner and you're waited on by someone who isn't black, like a white or an Asian or a Latino, I say in the goodness of your heart, white people who are serving the blacks while they're at dinner, you don't accept any sort of a tip. Just a little way to kind of give back and help start the pattern. Now, here's what it could do. It could stimulate the economy because all of a sudden you've got a lot of people that are going out to dinner. You have more income in the, in the uh, pockets of the people that need the money the most that have the least of the disposable income. That's right. Is this outrageous? I mean, I'm going to do yeah. it myself. Now, I, I wouldn't be able to afford it if it's at, like, fast food, too. I'm going to tip at fast food place. Anybody who serves me that's black in the month of February, I'm giving them at least a 50% 50, 50 tip. I work at a fast food place. Do you really? Which one? Burger King. Yeah. You got anything for vegetarians there? Yeah, they have veggie burgers there. Yeah. yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. I want a vegetarian burger, some french fries, and a chocolate shake because I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> uh, Brian, does uh, Fidel have your information? Yeah, yeah. All right, kick ass. Well, thank you for being our token black guy. Nah, no problem, man. I need you to black it up a little bit next time we talk to you. All right. <laughs> See, how do you black it up? <laughs> I mean, what is this? I, mean, I was just kidding. You can't, wait, you can't say, yo, dog, what's up? What up, Hefe? Kicking it with Hefe. Well, I, mean, everybody, I mean, I am the whitest guy around. I, I mean, as you guys know. I mean, I... Yes, you are. I, uh, I am. <laughs> and I, I don't know any... I feel so 
foolish because I just don't know anything about it. I mean, I know nothing. What you, what you bumping? <laughs> what, yeah. What is it? That's you whenever you're walking through the door, and that's your, like, it's your love handles bumping against the side of the door. Means like smooth. That's sharp. That's bad. So you guys gotta explain this to me. I, just, I mean, I'm just. Yeah. Gonna, oh. I didn't know what an onion was. Dude, I, I don't want to hear this. I don't complete. I completely don't believe you in any way that you are any sort of a down guy. I'm not buying it. Okay. I'm not. Uh, uh, that whole street slang right, bro. you gave. Let, let's go to my old neighborhood when we get off. Not interested. All right. Yeah. That's what I freaking thought. All right, guys. We gotta get this, <laughs> I got to get this out of the way real quick. We need to brainstorm a little bit. Yeah. This, this show has been really weird and off its rocker, but next week's going to be great. Okay? <laughs> I want to let you know. Probably going to drop trout. I want to let you know. Friday is my five-year wedding anniversary. Paul, oh, we're not going to survive next Saturday. All right. Obviously. <laughs> You're not going to be celebrating it? Yeah, as an ex-husband. <laughs> no, well, I mean... It, it, we're separated, so legally we would have been married for five years. See, that's the thing. There's still hope. There's not. There's still hope. Trust me. Come on, man. If I find out she was the one stealing my shirts and returning them, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> so I've been waiting a while, you know, for the wounds to heal and everything, but seriously, dude... Can I get her cell number? You're a crack whore. <laughs> pounce, baby, pounce. We need to get her in here. I'm serious, bro. I mean, with, with Spoon and myself. I'm going to bang your slut. You keep talking like that. Uh, yeah, right. We need to go. Well, I, don't, I don't have to worry about that. So get her in here. And her belly button. And see if she wants. <laughs> we need to see if she wants to, uh, you know, do a dial a date or something with uh, me and Spoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm interested in. <laughs> I think. We gave you your segment and you failed. I failed miserably. Yes, I did. Let's ever play Hangman. Hey, let's play Hangman on the radio. <laughs> I, hey, if you had to narrow it down, what do you think the one thing is uh, that made her leave? Like the one main reason that she said, you know what, was, I'm out of here. It was it was where I worked. She can't. She couldn't handle that. I was trying like I was trying to do a whole thing and like our our lives were out there in the open. That's, what did What did she want you to do? She wanted me to do this, but she didn't want to be in the limelight. And she knew that I had star potential, and she was like, it's it's time to get out now before things get going. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I am I am looking for another chick. Now, here's the thing. Since next Friday is my wedding anniversary, Saturday night I want to throw a bachelor party. All right. Now, here's the thing, guys, and I'm going to put this on you. Camelot. Well, <laughs> I, want, we got, I want to do it here. Oh, okay. So I want you to round up a stripper and buy a stripper for me. Okay? I want you to pull your money together and get a stripper for me. Because here's the thing. My ex-wife went to my bachelor party. So I didn't even really have a uh -oh. party. She was a stripper? No. Uh -oh. <laughs> Did she charge you? She yeah. was actually there. That was my bachelor party. You know, she actually kissed the stripper. Oh. oh. Where? One of the, oh, come on, in the mouth. Oh, okay. It's one of the things where she had the money in her mouth, and she was like, you know, teasing the stripper, and the stripper just came over and like tongued her for the for the buck. Nice. Yeah, but I'd never had a true bachelor party because my chick's sitting there with me. So I'd like you guys to throw me a bachelor party if that's at all possible. If you're a stripper willing to volunteer services, we'll give you a plug. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're damn right we will. <laughs> we'll plug it up. We'll plug. I, I like the belly button. I'm into that. Ooh, so next week. Oh, and you know what? We're going to have our two uh, hot ladies in next week from WJFK. The JFK Smokes Bottles, uh, Melissa and who's the other one? Heather? Is that her no, name? No, it's not Heather. Melissa and I promise it's not Heather. Anyway, those chicks are going to be in, and they're going to hang out. 
since Punani's going to go bang his F buddy down at Virginia Beach, <laughs> that opens up a microphone for one of the two ladies. All right. Now, here's the other thing. I got this email from this cat. Um, this guy's starting up a website. I have a new website launching in mid to late. Laura. 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 Laura and Melissa. Oh. Should... We can have them in with the stripper dancing. Oh. So we're supposed to be good with Free it. No, I, I, I talked. And I'm not going to spank them. She said we can basically go everywhere but, you know. Her place? Yeah. Really? Cool. You talked to who? The, the, the spokesmalls or Tammy? No, I talked to, I talked to the higher-ups. They told me what I can do. <laughs> Shut up. They told me what I can do with the show. Right, real quick. <laughs> real quick. I had a meeting. You weren't there. With myself. Yeah, I was getting my locks changed, actually. <laughs> this cat wrote me uh, an email. I have a new website launching in mid to late July. I don't want to give it out yet because I know it's not up. This site is dedicated to enhancing the pleasure among... The masses, the sex pleasure, um, the concept of naughty toys for nice people. We sell everything from dildos to DVDs to latex, latex dolls to lifelike parts. We also provide web articles for the shopping experience. We have topics and testimonials like how-to subjects, ranking of products, pickup lines, etc., etc., etc. I'm very excited about getting with WJFK and El Jefe's Hideout. I'm open to suggestions. And I will promote the Saturday night show on my website, and we can do vice versa. Some free product would be nice. Exactly. <laughs> I, I talked to the cat, and we can get free product. Blow up doll, baby. Here's what I've written down so far. A man ass. I want an actual man ass. I have a game. Complete is, with dong? Com <laughs> uh, well, I guess it would have to have at least a sack. <laughs> but we got to get a man ass, because we're going to play one of the most uncomfortable games in the history of radio. I think we should hold it till the week after when Punani's back. Punani will be here. Spokesmodels are here. He's not going to miss out. Yeah, you can tell you I mean, in his eye. I, uh, F buddy or not. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you can't hear it, and I don't care. But Spokesmodels are coming in. Well, I mean, that's, you know, I didn't know you were having a bachelor party, man. Well, you were talking all that trash earlier, yeah. how you wanted to leave. Here it is. So we're going to get a man ass for this game. Okay. Can't wait to tell you the game. Everybody's in. You're gonna if you, if you don't play the game, you have to quit the show. Oh. Do, do we do we have to like? Then uh, I want to know the parameters right now. Yeah, we're going, no, I mean, do do I have to wear underwear? <sighs> Stop looking at my crotch. No. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to know how far we're going with this. I'm, man. Just, I'm letting you know we're going to the dirtiest of all places. <laughs> so I'm telling you now, if you don't want to participate in the game, you're off the show. All right. It's un uncomfortable radio. <clears throat> Spoon, you can play the game. There's a chance you won't lose. Now, are you playing too? There's a one in five chance. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Anything for the show. That's the mantra. Mm. You in, Spoon? What, what was that acronym again? Can't undermine natural talent. Okay. All right. So we got a man ass down, okay? <laughs> I also wrote down a blow, a blow doll, a blow-up doll. Here's what I'd like. I'd like to have you with the blow-up doll spoon yeah. and have Laura and Melissa teach you about withdrawal. <laughs> so, rhythm method? So, yeah, with the, about the rhythm method, you right. don't get your chicks pregnant anymore. Okay. I think we could demonstrate on a blow-up doll. I can demonstrate on them. <laughs> no problem. Dude, man, you're not going to have any money when you retire. 
Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? In three years when you retire and you're 55? Oh, yeah. don't worry about me, son. You said you were going to practice on them? I mean, come on. DVDs. I'm figuring we at least need DVDs. Now, are there any prizes that you as listeners are going to want? Because we're going to have some prizes. I would figure DVDs. Anything else do we need? I don't want dildos. Uh, we're getting a man ass. I don't think we. I don't think anybody here needs a dildo. Punani, do you need one? Is the other one worn out? Good. <laughs> need a butt plug? <laughs> I gotta think about it. Yeah. What about C? But I mean, the thing is, dildos are the best. Uh, you know, anal anal beads. Yeah. Do you need a C ring? <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't even know what half this stuff is. Give me a break. Man, you know, not only am I black ignorant, I'm also uh, sex sexually ignorant. ignorant. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited. You, you know? know, it's funny. I think you're just ignorant. Oh. I think that came across earlier today. See, that's a shot. Anybody else? Uh, man ass. Don't tell me I'm just going to go to this guy. He's willing to give us whatever. I'm just going to go to him with man ass, blow up doll, DVDs. Are there any individual personal orders that you want me to place? I'm getting um, a plug in vag. <laughs> I'm going to got one. Edible thongs. You're, what's her name? <laughs> Like licorice thongs? Can you get me a plastic fish? Black licorice, though? No, strawberry licorice. Okay. Edible thongs. Edible underwear. Yeah. Rubber fist. <laughs> <laughs> Is this for the spokes models, or... Uh... Does he have a uh, Dirk Nowitzki thing? Rubber fist. With an anchor on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be uncomfortable next Saturday night. Seriously, we may even be breaking some rules next should, Saturday. Should we sell it a little bit so people know? No, because these guys will quit. I, don't, I want them here. I want them here. I want to explain what the game is. And if they don't want to participate in the game, I want them walking off the show on the air. That's what I want. Well, be prepared. People are going to be walking. I know at least two people that will walk. I'm in. Why not? Oh, man. Anything else? Punani, I mean, now's the time. Did we give away Iron Maiden tickets already? Oh, crap, we didn't give away Iron Maiden tickets. Nah. Who wants Iron Maiden tickets? First person to call to go see Iron Maiden this Tuesday, Meriwether Post Pavilion. You're going to the show. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Um, any other last-minute questions or concerns? I can't believe I'm basically giving you an open laundry list, grocery list, is what we can get for sexual toys, and that's all you want. Actually, all I want is some more DVDs. Just DVDs? Yeah, that's all I need. I got that. Anything that you can think of? No, man, just those edible undies. I'll throw those on my girl and go to town. Okay. I just want tapes. Big fun. Not DVDs. I want tapes. <laughs> tapes? Yeah. I don't think they have tapes anymore. No? Okay. All right, I'll write down tapes. Get a DVD player, bro. Come on. At least get like a PS2. I thought you were like rich or something. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah. That's why I have this $10 an hour job, right? <laughs> Come on. I'm a freaking dump button guy. Give me a break. I know. Me too. He's got Velcro shoes. That's Iron cool. Maiden tickets are for you if you want them. Uh, yeah. WJFK, let's give out the phone numbers. By the way, maybe we'll give a little hint all uh, all week long if you check out www.lhefe.tk for the website. Um, I appreciate everybody that's been IMing all night long, especially my good friends. I'll probably chat with you during the week with the AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging, JFK, El Jefe. And uh, do you want to do uh, a, a song? Sure. We, let's do a song. Instead I mean, of playing mounds of commercials. Well, yeah, we got to get those in, though. Oh, we got to go. All right. Yeah. We'll forget it. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. some commercials. Let's just get cleaned up. <laughs> Is the air clear? 
Do we all feel good about each other? We ruined about an hour and a half of the show fighting with each other <sighs> over some really stupid, lame-ass stuff. Does Look, everybody feel better? Just remember, it was all prepared, and we all read our stuff. Yes, yeah, right. So. Yeah. It was all fake. Yeah. It was all fake. Freaking Dave. Douchey McDoucherton. I don't have a price sheet. Just That's why I gave you the cards earlier. Those rants were so fake. Not interesting. Tight, tight, Who is tight. it that won? Do you remember? Hefe's hideout is good. Chris? Tight, tight, tight. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know. I love how Punani claims that Dave from DCRTV.com is the most powerful man in real <laughs> Forget about Al Parmesan or anybody else like that. No, it's Dave from DCRTV. <laughs> um, stay tuned. Trying to make I, points, man. I like this, man. I like how we're going out on a high note. Don't I know. Dubs? It feels a lot better. Usually we're going out pissing at each other and yeah. pissing and moaning. By the way, if you want to see me play baseball, tomorrow I'll be at Springfield at <laughs> uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. And then I'll be at Stewart High School <laughs> in Wh Falls Church. Which league is this? The, what are the, I got uh, both. I got wood bat at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I got the metal bat uh, two games now, in the afternoon. Now, tell me, what, what is more exciting to watch? I would say the traditionalists tend to enjoy the wood bat games a little bit more. Okay. Paint dry. That's more enjoyable, okay? I don't know. Seeing El Jefe get all mad and yell at the ump. Okay. That should be kind of enjoyable. I am, man. I'm a good time, despite what all you uh, sea suckers say. All right, guys. That's it for El Jefe's hideout. I'm sorry. If your Saturday Night Brothers were, like, really, really depressing tonight, a couple of people said, come on, get over it. Uh, stop bringing me down. Saturday nights are supposed to be fun. And I promise, from now on, Saturday nights will be fun. If they're not, I'm going to fire everybody on the show. Give us a good reach for Iron Maiden, would you? Yep. I don't have one. There's nothing at all? All right. Go see Iron Maiden. Sing an Iron Maiden song, Punani. Sad, sick, son of a bitch. Go hang you know out any? with your youth and see Iron Maiden. <laughs> me neither. There's my read for Iron Maiden.